Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Uh, yes, and we are now live. And this camera is sideways. I forgot we need to. Oh, oh yeah, the camera. Somebody can We didn't actually just need the cameras because we we're running late. We're yeah. good. We're good at our jobs. Cameras. Oh, also the mics are down. <laughs> they're, they're down, but not out. There's a camera somewhere around here. It's supposed to be mine. What? Oh, that's what, oh yeah, it's not. Where? A, oh, here it is. Found it. There it is. Da 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 da. We are professionals. We pretend to be. It's yeah, the most professional. Uh, if we could move the can that camera no. over a little bit, because Rudy's halfway off the screen. Oh, who is? Apparently, no. Is that better? That's better. Good. There we go. So I've been waiting for like a month, and you're taking me. You just don't want me back. We just adjusted the camera you so that we could miss like one session. <laughs> No, we, we had to have a dramatic camera wheel on there. Oh, right. And we're back. Welcome back to we? the kind of Warcraft RPG. RPG. We're making noise, so as far as I'm aware, we're back. According to the... Uh, you know, hey, chat, if we're not making noise, please tell us. Yeah. That would, require, not making the that would require William to have the chat popped out. I do, have the, I do actually have the chat visible now. So. <laughs> I was trying to get my mic. You, uh, rip headphone users happened. <laughs> well, I think Please refrain from grabbing the mic. Yeah. I mean, that's not inaccurate. I'm also a taker, so. And Stan. Hi, I'm Stan. I'm playing Josh, the Goblin Techno Mystic Tinker. Goblin Tinker. Goblin Tinker. Tinker. Goblin Tinker. And when last yeah. we left this group. Um, we were. They had finally arrived in Twilight's Highlands. Twilight Highlands, not Twilight's Highlands. Twilight's. There are no. There, there, there are are no, no possessives. There are no sparkly vampires and werewolves running around. If there was, we'd kill them. There are, at the very least, werewolves running around. There are Worgen running around. Worgen are not werewolves, very specifically. Yes, the good old not werewolf. Yes. Hi, I'm a not werewolf. If an angsty teen shiny vampire shows up. Kill it. With Twice. fire. If a vampire in general shows up, I'm just going to kill yeah, it. Yeah, if a vampire so... in general shows up, we killed any of us. And when last we left off, they had found their way to the Twilight Highlands. 
um, and made their way to uh, the one of the Dragon Maw outposts within the area called Blood Gulch. Um, and having introduced themselves to the forces there um, and made known their intentions, uh, was had discovered that uh, one of the mercenary forces working for the Horde in this area, known as the, the, Blood, the Blood Red Legion, uh, notably the military guild uh, for whom uh, Shiana's brother... Um, Hang on a second. The Blood Red Legion is operating in Blood Gulch. Yes. So what's so the name of the Alliance blue. Legion on the other side that we have this red versus blue match for? Actually, that is that was the intentional reference of Blood Gulch. It, yes, it was, the, it was. The, the area in the like not me Blizzard. The, I, the, the I know it was, but then you put the Blood Red Legion in. Yeah, I actually didn't think of that until you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the sea blue on the other side. The cobalt blue force. <laughs> Cobalt blue force. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's entirely made of cobalts. Paper blue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have blue scales. Yeah. There's painted blue. Damn. Yeah, I'm definitely wondering why I'm here right now. So anyway, so um, they learned that the the Blood Red Legion had been um, had staged an assault against the Twilight's Hammer in the area. Um, and but had been repelled, and a number of the Blood Red Legion had been captured, including Shiana's brother, uh, Merrick Steelarm. Um, and the group decided they were going to stage a one-party rescue mission. That's what we yeah. do. Um, we, we are if the party hadn't decided that, Shiana would be gone off by herself. So look, we're we are betting heavily on the inverse ninja law here. We are we are being big damn heroes. No. Uh, and so they'd made their way towards the Twilight's Hammer Camp with the, in the dead of night. Um, and began to make their way toward the encampment by way of sneaking through one of their scout outposts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, in the right yeah. Yeah. yeah, we always have drinks and chips for anyone who needs them. Um, well, it'd be difficult for people to chat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chat, I'm sorry. Yeah, if, you, no if, you, if you want to set up. I'm sorry, chat. I'm trying to shove yeah. a, an unbranded Kroger Cola through this microphone. I don't know what it works. <laughs> I would break it. <laughs> I like that we've got unbranded drinks, but branded chips. Oh, look at the inspiration date on those chips. <laughs> Just chew harder. They're fine. fine. They taste normal. I've been eating them the past It's only, it's only. fine. <laughs> <laughs> trying to share the drinks and chips with you now. It's, it's, it's ASMR time. Hang on. That's what I was thinking. We're just trying to share. We're trying to share. Anyway, there's an there's an assault on a Twilight's hammer encampment that needs to happen. See, in order to get the genuine D and D experience, you have to you know hear the Doritos. Oh God, it is it is Doritos, and so it 
It's not, it's not Mountain Dew, so we're not quite there yet. <laughs> well, it's not Cheetos. It's also not Cheetos, that's fair. Uh, I think they have Cheetos over there. I think there are a couple no, of Cheetos. Cheetos are... Doritos, is, Doritos is pro gamers. Cheetos is D&D. &D. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew is the same on both sides. I mean, next time we can Mountain Dew is thing. both. Next time we can pick up the thing of Mountain Dew. Mm. Mountain Dew connects us a lot. I think it's... Um, what is it called? Is it Mountain Thunder? Yeah, I think oh, it's Mountain no. Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the generic brand? No, it's Dr. Thunder. There's a bunch. It's Mountain Lightning. No, there's a bunch. <laughs> well, I'm thinking specifically of the Kroger Ritz. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, Thunder sounds like the cheap 70s porn named Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be Zeus in the 70s, wouldn't like, it? Zeus in the 70s would just be on a porn set calling himself Dr. Thunder. <laughs> and now imagine a classic Zeus with a pro. Yeah. Just like the, the Zeus with the giant white beard and then just the pro. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Thunder, I'm here for your checkup. <laughs> Dr. Thunder, gynecologist. <laughs> no. 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 We have a game to get to. Do we? Are way. you sure? That's better than my doctor's names. <laughs> That's true. God. What's the doctor's names? I, uh, I've got an appointment with Dr. Van Ripper next week. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is it Van Ripper like they just rip apart vans? Or Van Ripper as in Jack the Ripper went Dutch? <laughs> yes. I don't know. For whatever reason, first go by Dr. Dan. Because he has, like, some children patients, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, his I'm, actual name is Dr. Van Ripper, just like I mean, Holly's doctor's name is actually Dr. Dark. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Dark has that, like, sort of mysterious brooding factor to it. <laughs> Van Ripper just really tells you what it is. Also, isn't there also Dr. Khan? Yeah, that's, Dr. That, that's our kid's doctor. Yeah, the children's doctor. And then when, when I had the blood clot and I was in the hospital, my specialist's name was Dr. Fang. <laughs> For a blood clot. For a blood clot. Yes. You see. He, he's the specialist. You live in the world of darkness, by the way. <laughs> we do. When a doctor comes into the room, pardon me, what's her name? Hi, I'm Dr. Edmund. No. No, no. Go. go. You have to have an appropriate. Hi, I'm, I'm Dr. Killmonger. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, <laughs> All right, we had, we had uh, Warcraft to play. Sorry. Yes, we do. Anyway. So, <laughs> we're, we're, name, we're names are far less nonsensical. <laughs> I mean, I think they are. I'm fine for his riffing for the next two hours. <laughs> so, because I mean, here, when someone's got a murderous name, it's because they have a murderous profession. It's not just, they're a doctor whose name is Ben Ripper. <laughs> a doctor they are. <laughs> I mean, think about it. It's a masked individual in a dark room ripping out your organs. <laughs> Dr. Van Ripper. I mean... <laughs> At least it's not a goblin named Dr. Powerhouse. When we have this all-tinker party that we know has to happen eventually. It's 720. We're going to start this game now. So, I just cut this game. Stop it now. Start rolling up characters. So, you, the rest of you just killed some assassins. You are in a scouting tower. Mm-hmm. Yep. What now? I assume we're moving closer. So, <clears throat> gather everyone up silently using hand signals. Um, what, what am I seeing from my tower? I need to look at my tower. From your position, you got a glimpse of some kind of commotion over where your party members were at. You, Because of the hilly nature of this area, you're pretty certain that no one else who wasn't...
people have? Yes. How, how, and what vantage are they to seeing each other? Um, uh, there's like two of them sitting around a campfire and one of them in a tent. I look at um, Leaf and I point at the camp and everything. My side. So, is he visible to the other two? Healing spirit? I'm at fifty-nine. They can see the entrance to the tent that he's in, but unless they're looking, they wouldn't necessarily be able to see inside the tent. So how much are you? Um, so is he facing the entrance or is okay. he facing the entrance? Uh, he's facing the entrance of the tent, but uh, it is a tent, so you could theoretically enter from the so back side. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. All right. So first step. All right. Go to this horn. I think everyone but me got back to match the close. You ha- currently have it stopped with a snake. Yes, but I kind of want my snake, so I'm trying to think no. if there's going to be a better way to stop it. Did he lay a hand? Oh, here's what you do. I don't use the healing spirit. I don't know which one you used. You healed me, that's all I know. I did use healing spirit um, in the fight. Yeah. Question. I don't think you used the lay on hands yet. How long, I think you have How long does the poison vial last on an object? In that case, never mind. I'll um, you sure? I would say any of your, your like your sting? Lay on hands is specifically yeah. Uh, yeah, the poison vial. I have two spells on every level. The scorpion sting, I think it is. Yeah. I'd say, like, any sting that you apply to a weapon, you can only have one sting on at a time because they don't mix, but one can apply to a weapon until it hits, and I'll say that lasts for up to a minute. Okay. Well, my question was more about, can I apply my sting to this horn, and they put their mouth to it? And no, <laughs> not quite. They have, like, the, sting, the stings... It's, it, it, it's a blood injection. Yeah, they're, they're, in, they're injection poison, so you have to stab them. Okay. That's fair. So unless you put big, scary-looking needles onto the mouth of the horn, which would discourage people from using it. I mean, <laughs> yes. Well, for now, I'm going to jam it, but I'm going to take a water skin. I'm going to drop it down the horn and yoink on it so that it's jamming the heck out of this horn. Works, works for me. Why don't you just break the horn? Just squeeze. That's loud. No, it'll just crack. I mean, it, 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 is, is it made of horn material or is it made of bone? It's a bone it? horn. Yeah. You could just crack it and just head out of there. And it'd still be relatively loud. Uh, yeah, I'm hitting a, a hollow... Re- like, it wouldn't be loud enough to alert the people above me. But it would definitely alert the people in the camp below. The people below me. <laughs> Okay. So Snake Brain can get there faster than anyone else can. The Snake Brain can fly anyway, but yep. the water skip will hold them for a round or two while they try to rip it out. Yep. And it will be more visible as well. So uh, I'm going to sneak down the back side of this and then see if I can slip into the back end of that tent. Okay. Uh, roll me a self check. Snake Friend as well, I presume? Yeah, go ahead. Let's see if anyone sees anything. Maybe. Um, 18 and 19. Nah, okay, yeah. So, you quietly glide through the grass um, and make your way over to the back of the tent. And it, I mean, you have, you have a, you have a magic knife. It, it's ease itself. It's specifically designed to cut through hides yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's ease itself to just kind of cut a swath out of the back of this tent and slide through. And how hardy is this guy looking? He's a dude in robes. So, estimate on that. And, and robed do. What kind of dude in robes? Uh, black robes, and he has a knife on his belt. Orc, human? He's a human. Oh. Alright, well, we're gonna violent strike this dude with a spear while the snake simultaneously bites him, and see if we can take him down without sound that way. Sure. Uh, question. Actually, um... If I were to grapple him, could I try to <coughs> cover his mouth? Sure. 
Especially because he he doesn't see you, so I'm gonna sneak him behind the sniffing into that while Snick friend bites the Snicker. No, normally, I'd say if you wanted to specifically in like combat, if you want to do that, I'd say it would be with disadvantage. But he's not aware of you, so it'll just be a straight roll. Okay. Uh, so athletics, right? Yep. <laughs> it's not gonna be hard. Cool. Uh, I only got a fourteen. He got a ten. Okay. So yeah, you, you sneak up behind him and immediately with this big giant three fingered troll hand. Finish off whatever's left. There's two guys around a campfire that you can see right now. Well, can they? How much attention are they paying at the second? Uh, at the moment, they're having conversations over a drink to the, by the campfire. So not could much. I could I sneak up behind one? If they're facing, Ooh. it would be difficult, but you probably could. I can provide you a distraction if we can see. <clears throat> I would like to chain one of them. I want to just go full horror movie on this dude. We'll just go, just, just, just run. <laughs> just run up and... Can we see him? Do no. If I chain him back to you're us, a, you guys... About, him, you're right. about 60 right. feet out right now. Just 60 feet out. As, you, as you're starting to move. Which... Um, are they... How so, are they sitting? Are they, like, facing each yeah, other? Yeah, they're facing each other. And, well, they're they're more, like, at odd angles to each other. Because they're because they're both technically facing outward while while at sort of an angle to talk to each other. What are the rules so that have to be made for the pulling someone with a chain? His plan that would be athletics. athletics for him. Cool. So I can cast guidance on you to give you an extra D four for that. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, that, can do a chain thing. So if this guy, if one of these guys was to shout, would it alert the people above us? Uh, if they shouted loud enough, possibly. It would. It would be. It would be a matter of chance. So it would be roll of the dice, but theoretically, the horn the horn would definitely alert them. But someone shouting might if someone was paying enough attention. Okay. And what is what what profession do these people look to have? Uh, professional cultist. <laughs> like they're the same, they're the same robes, sort of. Yeah, like the both both of these guys have. One of them, it, instead of robes, has got like some basic leather armor, like the that looks like something the robes could have gone over. But it's just, it's very much just this sort of very standard, nondescript black leather uh, with a scimitar on the on the belt. The, these people don't look to be anything special. Do they look to be, okay, so they're not like the assassins that we saw No, earlier. they look nothing like the assassins that you fought earlier. Okay, so they're probably not going to be a silent. Does it, is there enough grass here for Snake Friend to slip in the grass? Probably. So here's my plan. And whatever they do may interrupt this plan or not. But I'm going to wear they're there. So my plan is, Snake Friend is going to sneak up behind one. I'm going to prep one javelin with my scorpion sting. And then plan is, snack friend, uh, I will hurl the javelin with the scorpion sting at one. I will then throw my other javelin at the other using my uh, violent strike while uh, snack friend simultaneously bites him. And that one's going to be the rogue one, the leather armory one's getting the sting. Cool. So that is going to be my, my planned action. If they're doing anything that would be simultaneous, obviously, that is that thing. Can you use a cold shot for a magic missile? I mean, not really, because it's just like bolts of force that are going to try and impact, but I'm curious what you were trying. You, you were try going for the throat. And see if for I throat. Keep him from shouting. I mean, if I can hook him in the throat. I mean, <laughs> everyone, everyone who's going to try and sneak out, go ahead. Well, first of all, can we see him? Uh, Probably not. I'm only perception. Man. I'm trying to avoid uh, being 18. Where's my perception? Natural 20. She can. 16. Nope. You can... Actually, I think you can see... Which one of you rolled higher between the two of you? Was it the snake? 
Uh, the snake rolled higher. Okay, so you had the 18? Yeah. Yeah, you can see him. Anyone um, else? Did you? Natural 20. The two of them can definitely see both of you. Yeah, is this perception or stealth? Perception. Oh, there's perception. I thought it was stealth. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that probably is. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll, I'm, I'm basically so, going stealth. I can't see the snake. I can see him. <laughs> so basically, I'm, I'm thinking I can see him aiming at one guy. Mm-hmm. My, I just want to basically see if I can yank the other guy back towards us so we can all just dog pile on him. Uh, go ahead and roll me stealth if you're trying to get up close. I'll go ahead and with the chain. Yeah. Getting up close to him, I'm going to kind of cast Guidance on you for that roll. I can rely on you yanking somebody, I'm not sure about stealth. Okay. So add a d4. And you're in heavy armor, so yep. that's... Disadvantage. 15 and 15. Uh, so I take the 15. <laughs> Plus 4, 19! Nice. nice! Let's see if they notice anything. That's a 4. <laughs> <laughs> I also got a full bruise on the D4. <laughs> All right, so yeah. So the one that he's not aiming at, chain hooking. So are we rolling initiative to determine what is happening first, or uh, how are they happening? Go ahead and roll me your attacks. Go ahead and roll me your attack. Okay. So my first attack, which is against the armored guy using the the uh, natural twenty thing, is okay. a sixteen to hit. Uh, that'll hit. And he'll roll, he needs to roll a spirit save. He actually rolled a natural 20 on the spirit save. Oops. He might just be dead, though. Uh, 10 points of damage from the chain. Okay. And then yanking him back. Okay. That's a 19, which makes... In my camera. Quiet. Nobody would right. know that. Check, uh, keep the stream up and see if it comes on. Haha! Oh, there's, hey, a, hey, there's, there's video. It. We had audio, we didn't have video for some reason. Alright. Success. See, the reason, the reason there's so much camera is because if we, if we lower the camera, it gets a whole lot of Zachary's head. Oh, let me see. Yay! Yeah, blame Zach. Well, so, <laughs> as, as this is occurring... Okay, we killed everything. Yeah, so you, you, have, you, have, a, you have acquired corpses. We have acquired corpses. Alright. Please. Alright. Please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you find uh, 15 gold pieces among the among the bodies. I'm searching the camp They're for not anything rich. useful. I'm heading to uh, the cliff. There's the horn. There's the horn. There's three tents. Um, and there is an amount of clothing on the bodies. and No, like, scouting reports or anything? This is this is more. This seems more like a sentry outpost. You're pretty certain its entire purpose is to warn the main camp if anything comes this way. Okay. Um, I'm heading over to the cliff and adjusting my chain so that I'll have adequate handholds. Oh yeah. Uh, So yeah, you guys are just going straight into climbing. So circle everybody up with the things. Get these two on my back. I walk up the cliff and start to climb. Go ahead and roll me athletics, everybody who's climbing. Do I get an advantage for using the chain hooks? What if I have a climb speed for the day? Yeah, you have a climb speed, so it doesn't matter to you. (laughs) Do I get advantage for using the chain hooks? Who that's actually climbing has the lowest climb bonus? (coughs) Oh. uh, What would the bonus be for that? Athletics. I have a zero athletics bonus, but I get a plus. Wait. 
Are you I just and are you wearing your steam? I'm wearing my steam suit, so I have a plus three. That's yeah. but um, other than that, you could like I, I can give you a plus one d four. I mean, if you if you drop if you dropped out of your steam suit, John Gatal could carry you, but. Yeah, but we, he needs uh, steam I need suit the steam suit. That's what he does. Up, you could around. actually. Uh, does your steam suit have a fly speed? No. Uh, no. Well, I was most trying to build. A, I mean, I was trying to build a helicopter thing for it, but I never really got the stats on it. Okay, so then you're climbing as a steam suit then. Also, yeah. I imagine helicopters make noise. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that would be the problem with doing um, that. If you if you're not <laughs> well, steam suits probably so, do too. Yeah. That, that's if a you're not problem. confident in your ability to climb, once we get to the top, I can I can like. Yeah. Drop I will tell you, yeah, climbing, true, climbing yeah. in a steam suit will be loud. Yeah, that would be real loud. Why don't we come up last? I mean, <clears throat> you stay at the bottom, and we'll, I'll drop a rope and pull you up while the yes. others are dealing with mages. Can you pull 250 pounds? Or no, 500 pounds. You, you weigh less than I do. Well, okay, what's right. this tower like, look like? Yeah. Your steam suit weighs less than I do. Because it's just a basic small wooden outpost tower, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wooden outpost tower with some tents to house the people who are supposed to be manning the camp. too far away from it. Are With some headed? tents on the outside of it, basically. Yeah, outside, it, outside of the like tower. it's a fr it's a framework tower. Like it's four it's four legs, some some support lattice, and a ladder. It, it looks like a water tower. <laughs> yeah, it looks like because like old... if we've got if the yeah yep okay. where is the main camp that this thing is supposed to be up the cliff up the really up the cliff. Cliff. that's what we're going for okay I rolled a natural twenty cool it's not super far. Yeah. You you got about a sixty foot climb. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait until like, yeah you, you, yeah you you wait until <laughs> once once we get up there if if we don't alert anybody when we get up there we yeah. can quietly pull you up if we do they you can fight can, and can, either me or Brick can yank you up. Oh, well, I can. Whatever. I'm All probably right. gonna get to the top first. So I'm gonna see if I can get a peek over and see yeah, what the heck so is it. You, you just you just have a climb speed so yeah. I'm gonna and equal to your walking speed I believe. Pardon? It's equal to your walking speed. Walking speed. Yeah. What is Mark going to be? But I can also do things like dash. I can choose one. I can choose one of six things. I'm going to choose bull strength, which gives me strength advantage. Advantage on strength checks. Alright. So make your. You you also get it. I'll go ahead and use guidance because it's free. So add one d four to that. Good. So you get up there first. As you reach the top and you just kind of poke your head up over with, with your, your hand sort of sticking to the walls as, as the, the dagger allows, um, you kind of look up and over and you see this is much more heavily and densely populated. Um, you got, you've probably got a, a good like 10, 15 foot clear spot where you're at right now, but just beyond that you can immediately see just, it's a small tent city. Um, of just like in like in structured encampment of these um, dark purple cloth tents uh, with sort of these dark these dark metal um, support structures that just kind of litter about like sort of haphazardly strewn with people wandering to and fro and the um, concentrations sort of vary but there definitely seem to be. Um, Roll me perception just to see what you can see of the general layout of the area. No. No? Uh, like, hold on. Tell me what you got. Eight. Eight? Did you just roll a golf ball? This would not be super effective. 
I heard a dice roll and only saw the golf ball. I was confused. It's, it's called a D100. Do you have the golf ball die with you? Yes, I got it with me. No, you always see a golf ball die. I've seen the golf ball yes, die. Yes, he's seen it. I was just talking about just a golf ball. Like, how are yes. you? 100. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it's just it's from like from what you can look like, around. There's oh well, I got three hundred. All right, <laughs> uh, there's there's a um, there's a sorry, no. it's it's very scattered. Um, the the tents are just kind of haphazardly arranged. And almost, from what you can gather, what you can get is almost sort of like we needed another tent. Find a spot where there's enough space for another tent. Question: Does it look like these people? know each other from the way they're acting, or is it literally just cultists milling about, doing things? Um, there seems to be a varied amount of familiarity between everyone. Like, there, it definitely seems like there are small groups of cultists who are more familiar with each other. Um, but for the most part, they all seem to just be under the banner of, we are all here under service of the Twilight's Hammer. And there are all types here. Goblins. Yeah, it's like there's goblins, orcs, ogres, trolls, humans... Dwarves. Do the robes have anything special about them? Um, the robes are generally speaking, um, they're sort of black and or purplish robes um, with a variety of different designs. The, the one unifying thing that most of them have um, is the symbol that is emblazoned on each of them at some point, which is a, it's a, um, a square mall shape. Uh, it is the, the it is the the, hor the horizontal profile of, of a square mall, uh, enringed with a, a a ring around that that reaches around the top. And so other clothing in the tent. Yeah, there's there's some there's some clothes in the tent. I'm gonna wave everyone down the, the thing and, and climb back down. I'm, gonna, I'm I'm waving everyone to stop climbing. I'm gonna run through the tents and um, pull the robes out. And I'm just gonna run up with a whole bunch of robes and drop them, and I'm gonna pull on over over myself awkwardly. Mm -hmm. Looking very uncomfortable because the clothes. Come on up. <laughs> Can I keep climbing now? I hold the rope up to you. I'm hanging off the wall. I hold the rope up to you. Go. I point down on the ground and hold the rope up. He wants you to go down, get the rope, and then go back up. <laughs> While he's coming down, I point at Leaf and I point at two robes and I. Um, my stitching. And then I point at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah, I'm not going to wear Because you're a tailor, right? Yes, I'm I do, not I do have the trade skill. I, I can. Oh. Romy tailoring. I can let out a couple of scenes. Wait, no, what you need to actually get a third one and make it super large so that the two of you riding on my back makes me look like I'm an ogre of some kind. Or. We can all be separate. Let's I not be three cultists in French coats. <laughs> Let's not be three cultists. Because well, they're riding me up the cliff anyways. So. Well, yes, <laughs> but that's fine. If they see us climbing up the cliff, they're going to be suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're there to just you know walk in and be like, "Hello, cultist brothers, to the end of the world." This, yeah, this seemed like a no at risk to us benefit. If it goes wrong. Yeah. That's fine. We're we're we just want to lose it. We might as well try it though. <clears throat> yeah. That would be three, three, six. So can I put one over my suit and pretend I'm a person? Were there tinkers up there? <laughs> Not that you could tell. Twenty-five. It's, it's all kinds, right? Yeah, it's all kinds. There's goblins up there, definitely. I can up there later. 
So spray paint the steam suit with. I <laughs> I am awkwardly putting ropes over the steam suit. So you, Actually, wait, no. What ability modify? What ability? Uh, agility. Oh, I'd use agility fat. Oh well, in that case, then it's just. Actually, um, you're trying to make it look good. Uh, you're trying to make it look Eye like for detail. Yeah. Uh, Intelligence. Uh, I'm gonna say spirit because you're trying. You're you're not you're not trying. You're cool, trying to 25. make it something that someone would believe. Twenty five then. Cool. Um, so yeah, um, wisdom is wisdom is knowing is wisdom is knowing how to make a a, a tomato salad. <laughs> Sorry, there was the there was the intelligence of knowing as a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Yeah, charisma is making someone eat salad. <laughs> charisma is being able to sell someone a tomato based salad. It's the how how to how to rationalize all the ability scores via use of tomatoes. Yeah. Strength is being able to throw a tomato. Dexterity is being able to dodge a tomato. Constitution is being able to eat a rotten tomato. Rotten tomato. Intelligence is knowing a tomato is not a fruit. Wisdom is not. Wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato in fruit salad. Because of making and selling something on a fruit on a tomato in fruit salad. So, yeah, you have donned some disguises. Cunning. Cunning, Cunning disguises. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. <laughs> I go back up the wall. Um, <coughs> is there a point on this cliff where we think, before you glimpse the back of the wall, is there a point on this cliff that would be less obvious that we're coming over the cliff face? Uh, we survival. Ooh, I survived. So it's like, quick, go sideways. That's what I said. Before you go up, start going up the wall, the point is you'll point back out. I go up and I look around. Uh, survival. Survival is going to be a thirteen. Thirteen. Um, there's a spot that is like interestingly like directly around like directly behind the scout tower is the, is the least populated area. Probably because that's where the scout tower is supposed to sit. There's no there's no reason to place a so I don't have to drop one <laughs> down. Yeah, try to tie it. Yeah. Right. Sure. I point the path and then go up the path. Ting, ting. 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 No, so you, the, the group of you climb your way up. I'm not gonna make you roll again. Um, <coughs> and you you arrive up the top. Um, so now the question is, We're taking the effort to pull the steam suit up. Because while you're while you're not necessarily in an area that everyone's looking at, you are in the open. Right. Um, I'll just start walking. Uh, question: <clears throat> We have supplies, right? People have, ju have just set up tents. Yeah. And just kind of haphazardly wherever. Yeah. Put a tent. I, I, yeah, I walk through whoever packs a tent and begins setting a tent up to block the view. All right. Yeah, just like convenient, like not on the cliff face, but somewhere where you know it's like okay, convenient I'm just throwing tent. A tent up. You start setting up a tent. Um, and we're on robes, right? Yeah, yeah. Someone among the people who are setting up the tent roll me deception check with advantage. Sure. Not me. Are we all rolling? Not or just, me. just just leave. Whoever you want to lead leave. the effort. <laughs> Which one of us has a charisma score? I have a negative charisma score. I so do I have a charisma score. I mean, score. I have a charisma score, but it's just a 14. Just a 14. Yeah. Yeah, mine's an 8. Yeah, but he's the social. Also, you're hauling the steam tank up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're actively not working on the tent. 
Want me to start making rolls for that? Yeah, roll me athletics. Cool. Uh, I can't apply guidance to myself, can I? Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Absolutely can. You're praying for guidance for yourself. Okay, so I, you, you see me doing this and you're like, natural oh, 20. I need extra help on this. Light, give me guidance. <laughs> A natural 20. Nice. I should have pulled out the D4s because I never use D4s for anything, but here are D4s. I have D4s that are not painful to step With on. a natural 20, I'm like pulling him up just away from the cliff so he's not actually making any noise. Nice. It's like not scraping or anything. That's a 22. 22? Good, 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 good. So yeah, you... you, you um, it's it's a it's a bit of a tough character for you because you sort of you sort of have this idea of what Twilight Hammer's cultists are like, and so you you very much have to affect that that sort of almost slave driver mentality as as you 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 the others start setting up the tent and you sort of puff out your chest and deepen your voice as much as you possibly can and just kind of get the tent up, slogs, and just kind of start affecting this sort of. Master of servants uh, uh, appearance, and no one questions you on it as you sort of. Let me roll my wisdom to see if I'm able to pick up. Cool. I immediately take on the role of uh, feral dumb lackey. <laughs> like, I do the whole oh. hunchback, you know, fetch me the brains, Igor type. <laughs> you know, the, the, you, you, yeah, and with, with that affectation, the loud voice immediately draws someone's attention and they just look at you and go, all right, yeah, cool. And then turn back away. Cool. And if they even so much as start getting close or start looking like they're going to start questioning me, I'll just death glare them into submission and hope they go away. (laughs) And then I'll hope the guy behind me gives me an advantage to intimidation. I'm currently hidden by the tent. I'll hope the guy behind me gives me an advantage to intimidation. (laughs) Are there people that are like walking around? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely people who are moving about. Um, Are we able to see the layout of like we it's we a tent t- city you're kind of you're kind of blocked in a lot of ways okay we were told before that there were like cages where yes there people... supposedly are somewhere in this area okay, we, but we don't know where that is okay. how long does it take me to get the steam set up uh, it takes you about uh 60 feet and it's a 500 pound thing it takes you probably about a minute or two right. i'm just gonna stay behind the tent then and we'll i'm up there and then you guys okay scout. uh yeah shiana's gonna go off yeah, you guys just, cool. just just go scout looking she, for the. She, she's gonna stealth. Yeah. Are you? Are you? So you are. So are you trying to remain not seen, or are you trying to look like you belong there? Yes. For now, I'm gonna. Actually, no. For now, I'm gonna look like I belong there. Okay. It's if and if I get to looking at someone trying to go up by their cell, I'm going to go along because I feel like <laughs> I, a person by themselves seems to be getting talk to, people seem to have their clicks, and people don't seem to bother with other people's clicks, as far as I can tell, right? Sort of. Stay in pairs, at the very least. Uh, so, yeah. if you're, it's also fine. much less dangerous for the squishy rogue to be by yourself. If you're, if, you're, if you're trying to look like you belong there, roll me a deception check with advantage. Because you have appropriate clothes. Once, would the one minute duration of guidance be applicable to help her out with that? Or I'll say it'll help for now. What is it? Then add a d4. Add a d4. But you roll twice to take the better number. Um, I'll say if he needs to make another one later, it won't help, but, you know. So, 16. Cool. 
So, once I get the steam suit up, uh, Josh, perhaps stay with the tent. I'm going to stay behind the tent. So I see that making too much noise. And I see the other two have already gone off. Let's <clears throat> stay together and see if we can't find our prisoners. Yeah, I'll just I'll just listen for whatever happens and I'll just run that direction. We'll be sure to give you a signal if we need your assistance. Does this general camp look like it would be big enough to hold prisoners, or does it seem like it would be in another camp? Uh, this this is one giant camp. So this is this is the camp. Oh, prisoners. Okay, we're not. Yeah, camp. yeah, 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 yeah. It's just kind of sprawling, is, so it's hard to see everything. Had scouted, had already scouted. Um, I'm gonna do my because it breaks it into a separate broadcast, which is annoying for archive purposes. But meh. yeah. Oh, hey, there it goes. Sound, we have video. Again, apologize for that, viewers. Twitch is not behaving. This Twitch is, is a butt. Gonna be a sketchy episode. <laughs> yep, this episode is gonna be really weird for Twitch. All right, so, um, and uh, where where you see most of these um, these ritual sites is where um, most of the organization sits. Um, and around these ritual sites is where you begin to see cages. Um, there's a there's a number of them. Uh, there are um, uh, like there's there's one that is an altar, uh, like this small stone slab that looks like about a human or an orc could be placed on it horizontally, um, and you can see stains of blood that have been. Uh, soaked into the stone in the ground around it. So it's clearly um, a doctor's operation table where they do... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Stuff. Absolutely. Um, uh, and you can see around this altar there are a swath of these black metal cages. Uh, some occupied, some not. Um, and then an, another another one of these sets of cages is around one of these ritual circles and another one around one of these pits that has been dug into the ground. Um, the the of, of all of these different ritual sites... The one that stands out most, there is, um, there is one set of cages that is not tied to what appears to be any kind of ritual site, but is um, all next to what appears to be the largest and most sort of decorated <clears throat> tent. Um, the the it's it's large enough to have a notable inside. It is a large enough tent that might have more than one room in it. Leaf. Um, can can you get a message back to Josh? And the tell the, him to start hanging ropes down the cliff. The 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 cages on the the cages around this one are um, more secure than the rest. They're a lot heavier, and the bars are thicker and. The because we're gonna need a way for people to get down that um, fast. And actually, they're not bars; they're like yeah. solid. They're like solid metal blocks with a door. Can yeah. can we see like the people inside the cages? And uh, out in the areas around the ritual sites, yes, uh, you can you can see the the people in those cages. But around this one tent, no, these are heavier duty cages. They're more like they're more like cells. They're like solid metal blocks with a door in them. Okay, uh, well, she's immediately looking for a brother. Um, only perception. Okay. What kind of people are in the cages outside around the, the um, currently? Mostly dwarves, uh, as what you're actually finding. Okay. 24 perception. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Like, going... They're, they're, they're mostly dwarves. There's a number of 
Uh, especially around the the altar, the sacrificial <laughs> altar, it seems there's a number of there's a number of horde races. There's orcs and trolls and a couple of goblins. But for the most part, most of the prisoners of, that are being held around here are dwarves, um, along with a couple of gnomes um, and a small handful of humans. Do any of the people in any of the alliance races seem like they might be? Uh, any people that are there seem like they might be more shamanistic in nature than the rest. Uh, any dwarf shamans there? There definitely seem to be, like, uh, there's a couple of dwarves that have these sort of ritual markings and tattoos across their face that definitely, it's not your kind of shamanism, but it definitely sort of stands out as something that would be Are there... marks of those who follow okay. the elements. So, uh, continuing, to pose as a, continuing to pose as a member of the cult, I want to get closer to the cage, mm -hmm. and in Kalimog, uh, call out for, uh, just in Kalimog, are there those who answer to the spirits here? Roll me a stealth check while you're doing that. I'm going to go ahead and when he told me to go back to Leaf, I'm going to go ahead and make my way back there. Um, and I'm also going to try to, as I'm making my way back, and I've, as I've just been going through this, try to recall as many of the specific details on locations of buildings so that when I get back there, I can start drafting up a map of the inside of this place, just in case we cool. need that or later forces need that. Uh, roll me just an intelligence check with just to see how well you can start memorizing. Uh, natural twenty. That's a natural twenty. Nice. <laughs> Locking <laughs> it in your head. So as you as you sort of ask this question, one of the one of the dwarves in one of the cages kind of leans forward and sort of there's this audible popping, like he's been sat in that position for a long time. I but keep your voice down. There's those of our art serve the Twilight's hammer. They might have forsaken their path, but they still speak the tongue. Quieter, then. Uh, spread word through your allies. We're, we are enemies of the Twilight's hammer. When we release you from your cages, make for the cliff. We will have a way down. He just kind of closes his eyes and nods for a second. Not everyone's going to be able to make it out. We are a small force. We can. We will only be able to get who can go on their own. That'll be few then. Many are maimed. Well, just I'll just with that knowledge continue to sort of. Does it seem like, and, and then does it seem like the, the tent that's bigger that has more people inside it is the way it's guarded? Uh, the tent itself, um, like would I be stopped from going in? Doesn't seem like it, but you imagine that it, whoever is in there might have a better knowledge of who is a cultist and who is not. So, um, the cages that are around that tent, you said, can't see inside of them. There's a there's a bar. Uh, there, there, it's, it's solid, and there's a door, but there is like a barred window in like the front of that door. So if you were to step up to the door, you might be able to see inside. Okay, I'm going to try to stealth over there to look. At, is it one cage or like several cages that are like that? Uh, it's several of them. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try to stealth over there. Roll me stealth. Get a little um, uh, while you do that, I'm gonna put my hand on your shoulder. I'm gonna pull Snake Friend out. I'm going to, and Snuffrin is going to slither in through. Is there anywhere to get under or around, or could he go through? He doesn't know what my mother looks like. She'll say under her breath. 
Snack friend look point snack friend's face at your face. No. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let me do this. Roll me stealth. Twenty-six. All right. So you, um, you sneak up to the the first of these uh, cells, and you look inside. It's a human. No. And the next one. It's a dwarf. No. It's only one one in each. There's one in each. And you, the next one. It's an orc, but it's not your brother. Uh, the next one. It's a troll. No. The next one. It's another orc, but not your brother. And as you're as you're going through these. Uh, you, you reach the final one and find that it's empty, and you don't see your brother in any of them. Um, but and you, you are forced to, uh, as you're as you're looking around trying to see what's going around, you hear uh, a scream from inside the tent—a scream of pain and agony. Of it's a male voice, definitely <laughs> male and deep, probably orcish. Um, as someone screams in agony, this sort of torture. Uh, I'm going to try to get into the tent. Um, and yeah, she's already. Uh, you you you're forced to step aside for a second um, as uh, the tent flap is pushed aside, and a large two-headed ogre steps out of the tent. Uh, his skin is blue, um, and is uh, one head has only a single eye, and the other has two. Um, the two-headed head has a large beard. The first, the first head is clean, um, and it wears mostly the the robes of a cultist, although it's definitely larger and is open in certain areas to allow for the ogre's physiology, um, and it. Uh, it waves over one of the one of the cultists who is milling about, who approaches, and uh, uh, the the ogre looks down, uh, and one head kind of says, um, "Fetch me the ritual tools. I must see to the others." And the other head sort of finishes the sentence. When we return. He will tell us what we wish to know. Sir said, he has the information we seek. It is only a matter of time. Bring us the focus. We will be by the altar when we need it. Find us there. The other, the other cultist kind of nods and scurries off, and he stomps away from the tent in the direction of that sacrificial altar that you had seen earlier. I actually want to follow that cultist. Can, when he, like, comes out of the tent, can I see behind him or see into the tent at all? He's very big and blocking most of the uh, entrance. Well, she's doing that. I'm going to be investigating the back of this tent. How firm into the ground is it? It's pretty solid. Like, this this, this tent was built to last, was built to stay here for a while. It's and sort of the foundation that we can. Listen at the back end of this tent. Is there anyone inside that I can hear? Or well, we're only perception. I want to follow the cultist that was giving the order to go get a sleep. That's a 24. Roll stealth. Uh, not you. Uh, him. Uh, you sort of listen, and all you hear on the inside is heavy breathing. I'm going to make a small slit, enough for Snekrin to poke his head through. Uh, the snake and... peers in and sees the back 
of a large orc with his arms sort of up in chains and his legs uh, sort of bound to the side on his knees uh, and sort of like his arms up like this, sort of hunched forward. Anyone else? That's it. I'm going to sneak up from the tent and wave to Shiana to come over. She will come over. She'll stealth. Uh, 18 and a 20, so an 18. <laughs> and when she comes over, I'm going to the bottom of the tent with the, with the magic map a bit more and slip us all. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to slip her in, and I'm going to keep watch around the tent to see if anyone... And you look inside, and you see the back of an orc, sort of, like I said, the arms held up like this in do, chains. Do I recognize? And you're just looking at his back, so... Is there anyone else in the tent? No. Okay, I'm, I'm going around to the front. Yeah. <laughs> um, I made the hole big enough for you to slide at the back. Yeah. yeah. Around yeah, yeah, no, no, to the no, front no, of the orc. Oh, the front of the to see him. Yeah. You, you you circle around the front and sort of very much in these in these chains, sort of head down, eyes shut for the moment, just heavily breathing, but is definitely your brother. It looks like he's been burned several times, like with a brand. Which is probably the source of that last scream. And there's no one else in the tent. It's empty other than um, he's chained up. Yeah. I can't pick locks. Um, you can't pick locks? I don't think I... Wait. You have? You, 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 have you have a rope! Not only do you have thieves tool proficiency, you have thieves tool. This is like the 20th time I've forgotten I'm a rogue. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hello, centipede thing. Um, <laughs> you said that, but his eyes are shut right now. Yeah. Is he asleep or unconscious? Or is it's semi-conscious. Semi-conscious is probably your best bet. Okay. He's conscious, but he doesn't really want to be. Yeah, that's probably. She's she's gonna walk over and put her hand on his like on his cheek. And you put your hand on the side of his face, and he's kind of. The eyes slowly flutter open, and he looks up. Uh, it's good to see you, sister. <clears throat> Wish it were under better circumstances. Uh, don't I? Mm. I'm going to get you out of here. Not just me. We're going to get everyone. This isn't their main force. If if we can get everyone out and armed, everyone who can fight, they might be able to break enough of a hole. I need my equipment. You kind of tilt his head to the side in that chest. Okay. Is the chest locked also? Yes. Okay. First she's first she's going for him. Wrong with thieves tools. So it'll be dexterity plus your proficiency. So it'll be plus eight from zero expertise. Uh, I might hold on. Yeah, I have expertise. So that's plus eleven. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Twenty eight. Twenty eight? Yeah, the sort of very carefully uh, click, click both of the both of the manacles on his wrists, set free, and he collapses. 
supports himself with his hands while you move around to the ones that are on his feet and unlock them as well and open them and he kind of takes a second to breathe and just kind of inhale exhale and you see and you realize as, as you're looking at him he is covered in lacerations and small cuts and burns and looks like they have been trying to get whatever information they wanted from him for a while which implies that either there's a lot of information or he's been resisting fairly solidly um, or both. Or both. Um, and after a few seconds, he kind of unsteadily gets to his feet. She'll try to help him as much as possible. Uh, he sort of indicates to the chest, I at least need my weapon. And... Okay. She will. <clears throat> roll, me another, roll me another Thieves' Tools. Um, 30. 30. Um, so you, you open up the chest, and inside um, there is a, uh, a suit of, uh, suit of half-plate, sort of this, this sort of combination of metal plates and, and um, leather and chain that sort of forms a makeshift suit of armor that is designed for him personally. Um, and then beside that, there is a large, broad... Um, blade that is relatively short by orcish standards. It would be like the orcish equivalent of a gladius. Um, and then a series of interlocking metal plates that is sort of like um, like a, a long um, band of these interlocking metal plates that is sort of about like uh, a good three or four feet long that looks like it has a strap to be attached to the outside of someone's arm. And, like, there's a shape for, it, like, metal on the right. side. I will get him. Right. He very quickly, he, he ignores the armor because it's going to take way too long to put on. But he takes the, the interlocking metal plates and affixes it to his right arm and straps it down. Uh, and then picks up the gladius in his left hand. <sighs> okay. Are you well enough to fight? I'm going to have to be. <clears throat> because no one else is going to be able to get these people moving, are, are they? What did they do to you? No, I think it's more of a question of what I'm going to do to them. At this point, the, the troll is going to lean up under the tent and uh, motion uh, a circular motion to whoever you can catch the eye. Get, get, get yeah. He kind of looks at back at the troll. Your friend? This is Jenga, yes. Well, let's see if we can quietly get as many people. Get, we need to gather weapons. We need to get equipment for the rest of the prisoners. Where is the equipment? It's likely scattered somewhere near their cells, their own equipment. If we can't find that, any spare weapons lying around, any shields, anything. Is there anything else in the tent that could be of use? Uh, a series of torture implements. Okay. There's hot, you know, brands, hot pokers, yeah. serrated knives. Yeah, I'll grab some of those. Serrated knives? So fun. I went back to meet back up with Josh. Mm-hmm. 
and hopefully, you know, basically say, that, okay, so we're going to have to get a whole bunch of people down this cliffside. What do we have near us at this point to work with? I've got two ropes. This is what I have as far as just putting two ropes down. I'm not talking about stuff you have. I'm just talking about stuff we can get. Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception just to see what's around. <clears throat> going to knock that tower over. Make a slide. Get it to I'm make going a to give you another piece of tower. It's only about 20 feet. 60 foot cliff. It's not going to work. Makes that a 40 foot drop instead of a 60 foot drop. 17. Yeah, the state there, and that's still me. Oh, yeah. Uh, 17. Um, you could probably... This is a camp that has ready access to prisoners. You can probably snag some spare ropes and chains from mm-hmm. nearby tents that would normally have been used to restrain prisoners. All right. And then there's a bunch of tents around as well. So I'm thinking about what what kind of armaments are there as far as like battlements or places they could fire from. Do they have a large number of angles that they could be shooting at us from, or is um, it mostly most of, most of the defensive like high positions and angles are either at the back near the near the spire or around the perimeter around the the, the where where it, where it starts to grade down towards the ground. Um, so running directly through the center of the camp towards the cliff, there's not a lot of like elevated firing positions. Okay. So you, you'd be, you'd be looking, you'd be looking at sort of a street fight. Right. Well, yeah. while he's doing his reconnaissance, because what I'm, because I'm <laughs> what I'm looking for is, because we're trying to evacuate people down, down the, cliff. the cliff, like how are. much fire we're going to be taking from that, and if we could set up some kind of defense there. The the cliff face itself is surprisingly well defended from anything coming, because it's it's in the dead center of the cliff. It was supposed to be protected by that scout camp right? We're that you just camp. tore through, and there's not a lot else that has a decent view of that cliff. Okay, you might, so there might there. be a couple of people like on, <laughs> like in the tents near the edges of the cliff that could get like a side angle, but it wouldn't be a great shot, um, and they would be standing out like a sore thumb at that point, just looking for right, anyone who wasn't climbing. If you shoot anybody climbing. on the cliff, you'd have to be standing at the top of the cliff. Yeah, they, they, at which point, one of us can just go... <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah, any towers over top of the cliff so I yeah. could build a shield in front of or Excuse me, okay. I need you to take flying lessons. <laughs> All right, well, we just and have to. Well, that, well, that, well, that's why you're while you're having a look around there. You were following the the acolyte sent to yep. find Canadians. find a find a, find the focus as the so overmatch we're start putting it. up ropes. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah, so you you start setting ropes up and you follow. Uh, he walks over uh, to uh, one of the one of the ritual sites, the one that has like the pit dug in the ground, mm-hmm. um, and he heads over to uh, a series of chests that have been set up around this this particular site, and a series of and there's also a series of racks that have like ceremonial and practical weapons and tools um, set around. And he reaches down, pulls a key off of his neck, and opens up one of the chests and flips it open, and you can see there so, is two questions. Hmm? How flimsy does he look? Uh, he looks like a human. Uh, is there any way around us? Let's really pay attention. Uh, there's a number of cultists milling about. Looks like they're getting set for another round of rituals of whatever they do here. Would, they, would, would I be able to block their view of this guy with my bulk and robe? 
if they didn't see him walking over there in the first place, maybe that'd be that'd be a roll of the dice on whether or not they noticed that he was there in the first place. Like, if you manage to surround him, you could probably surround him so completely that it would just be you visible. The question is, would they realize that that guy was a human and now he's a giant orc? Because, so what's in the chest he's opening? As he, he flips the chest open and pulls down and reaches out, there is a scepter in, in, in the chest that he pulls out is in the, in the shape of that Twilight's Hammer logo. It it almost looks like it could be a hammer, except that it has that ring around it with the spikes and everything. It's very clearly like a, a ritual focus. Okay. Judging based on the path that he took to get here, was there any place where I could very quietly yank him into obscurity and then crush him to death? There's a number of different places where you theoretically could. It's just a matter of who's around at the time. Because like I say, it's a tent city, which means there's lots of places where line of sight is mostly blocked, but there's nowhere where line of sight is completely blocked, aside from Does inside he the ever tent. Walk, did he ever walk near the cliff? Not really. It, it was very much from one area in the back of the camp to another area in the back of the camp. So what I want to do, and I don't know how easily this will be done, I want to vanish this guy and uh, uh, into... Into preferably a hole somewhere, uh, in which I will crush him. Uh, you could potentially try and occupy one of these tents that doesn't have anyone in it. <laughs> yeah, just like as he's walking past, walk up and to him, and then grab him by his face and carry him through, uh, so that he can't scream. The 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 only theoretical problem with that would be eventually the body will be found. That's fine. Yeah, that's eventually. That's a, that's an eventuality. <laughs> eventually, there will be a lot of bodies found. <laughs> yeah. right. That's for later. So go ahead and just roll me a stealth check. We're, we're looking at setting we're, up. We're, we're living for the next now. five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's fifteen and fifteen. Six out of fifteen. Okay. Uh, so you 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 sort of as you're sort of shadowing this guy, you sort of look around for an area that has the lightest population of people and the greatest number of empty tents. <laughs> and as you, as you find that, you sort of speed up enough to get. To catch up to him, go ahead and roll me an athletics check. Easy. 23. 23. Yeah, so you... You... Uh, sort of... Very casually just kind of... Maneuver yourself up next to him and make sure no one... In this particular... In this instant, no one is watching you. And then you just immediately... Hand around, hand around his mouth and around his face, and just immediately sidestep into one of the tents. And just squeezing until he stops moving. Mm, so he's, um, roll me. Let me very quickly see how many athletics checks I'm going to need you to roll, just for how long it takes for him to suffocate. I mean, hopefully his skull cracks before then, but you know, whichever. Crushing a man's skull is not. It's yeah, so, it, it's yeah. definitely a possibility with your you being an orc, but it will be probably louder than you want. Well, they won't know what it is. It's just a big crack. So like somebody stepping on a stick. Or well, something. but if you're if you're applying force in a place where you're crushing their skull, you're probably yeah, not stopping them true. from screaming. You're not stopping them from screaming because right, the, right. the mouth and neck are a very different thing from the the, the, the head and the temples. So the temples yeah. where you have to apply so, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a human and an orc. My hand is the size of his head. Yeah, that's still. It's like trying to crush his skull would allow him to scream. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Suffocating. Roll me six athletics checks. We're gonna have to see if he manages to break free at all during this. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. 
23, uh, 24, 15, that's the last one. That's the last one? Yeah. Well, that's the point at which he's already unconscious, so. Yeah, yeah, um, And so he, uh, you just kind of hold and press into his throat with your other hand as you just kind of hold him there for a minute. And he struggles a bit, but you are more than three times his size. And so eventually he just stops moving and you just keep pressing down until you're certain he's either unconscious or dead. <clears throat> Hard to tell with humans. Give him a nice twist. Uh, grab the scepter. Does it feel magical? It's definitely some kind of magic. It might just be a ritual focus, but there's some minor magic here at the very least. Okay. Um, take his keys. Okay. Can I hide the focus? Or in is it in your robes? Yeah, you can hide it in your yeah, robes. I'll hide it in my robe. I'm going to go back to those chests and see if there's anything else useful in them. Okay. Now that I've got the keys. So you, you head over with the key in your hand. It's no one questions that you have the key. You're supposed yeah. to be there. Um, so you, you walk over, open up the chest, <laughs> flip it open. Um, aside from that ritual focus, there were um, uh, a number of uh, serrated ritual knives that look to be somewhat more ornate and significant uh, than your standard torture knife. Um, there are uh, a sack full of uh, various gems uh, and a, um, a scroll. Um, of some kind. Uh, do any of the knives look magical, or are they just ornate? They look mostly like they're just really good torture knives. Okay. A uh, couple of knives, because somebody can use them. Uh, grabbing the gems, grabbing the scroll. Cool. All right. Closing. I'm going to make a detour back towards our tent to drop off the 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 the, the thing with with uh, with. Leaf and see if he can figure out what it's used for. The scepter? Yeah, as well as the gems and the knot, as well as the gems. Can I try a religion check? Sure, or... go ahead and roll me a religion. Cool. Uh, 17. So this is not super familiar for you, so you don't know the specifics of it. But you can sort of suss out that this is supposed to be a scepter of binding. Uh, which is to say it is a scepter that assists in rituals designed to summon and bind things. Uh, in the past, these have been used to bind demons or elementals to things, for instance. Hmm. Uh, I don't wait for an answer. I just leave that with him and, and trust that he'll have the judgment to deal with it as is necessary. Um, and then I'm going to basically, I bet, I think these keys would also be useful for those cages. Uh, it just like, it's probably, it's probably more the reliquaries, but it, there's some extra keys in here that might work for some of the cages. Okay. Like um, maybe, like maybe those, those big fancy ones around the main tent. Okay. So I'm heading, then I'm heading back and I'm looking for equipment and I'm heading back towards the cages looking for equipment that will be useful to arm people with. I'm, I am, while they're doing that, I'm assuming they're breaking off to help free people. I am looking for a weapons cache. Somewhere <laughs> where there can be localized weapons when we do break people out. Yep. Um, go ahead and roll me perception. I perceive an amount of stuff. Specifically a 14 amount of stuff. 14? Uh, yeah, there's... Um, 
there are weapons there are weapons caches sort of strategically <clears throat> placed throughout the camp so that if the alarm is sounded anyone nearby can just run to one and grab something to hit someone with does it look like there's a singular alarm or does it look like it's a bunch of there's a bunch of different horns and alarms placed okay. in different locations around the, around the camp and if one of them goes off everyone runs to one of these caches and grabs the thing to stab someone with so where is the where's the cache nearest to the most cages um, there is, uh, there is a cache, there is a cache near each of the, of the prison sites, not because, hey, we should arm prisoners, but because, hey, we should get, let the wardens arm themselves if they find someone trying to break prisoners out, you know, um, but, uh, there is one near just about every prison camp, as long as you know where they're at. They're, they're deliberately out of sight of the cages, so that any prisoners immediately breaking free wouldn't immediately know where to find a weapon. Um, but if you know where they're at, that sort of negates that. I'm going to slip back over to our rogue friend and her brother and really quick sketch a quick, you know, area. Page, cache, page, cache, page, cache. And I'm going to signify the cages with a knuckle bone and the cache by tossing a, uh, a dagger down on them. On the spot, it sort of the uh, Merrick kind of looks at it for a second, and you see the, the the recognition on his face as he sort of pieces together what you're trying to get across. It looks like he's seen these kinds of battle maps before. All right, so if we can get everyone to those caches, they should be able to get something. And I'm also going to once I've shown him find the big guy because I remember he was talking to some of the talking to some of the prisoners and I'm going to find him. So I hunt you down. You're easy to find in the crowd, right? Relatively. The biggest, uh, aside from the ogre, the biggest cloak here, yes. I begin walking you around pointing the caches and pointing at the okay. pages so that you can tell the, yep, yep, yep. So that you can tell the people that they're there. Just... I have one more question. How, how subtle can I make a healing spirit? It's a glowing spirit. It lights. But how subtle can I make it? <laughs> you can put it inside a tent. So I could put it inside those closed cages. Theoretically, you have to have a line of sight to where you're summoning it. So you have to look in the cage and be like... Nyeh, nyeh. And then there'd be a slight glow coming from inside the tent. So, or from inside yeah, the cage. They're, they're dark inside. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out ways to heal the people that are injured in those cages without... I think we just need Leaf to start dropping heal nukes. Mass yeah. healing ward. Yeah, I just need to... Yeah. So I would I would I Also, I would have told... I would have told Leaf when I got back to him that there are... There are prisoners that are severely injured and we will need healing yeah. before they can leave. Oh... I'll honestly probably move on with you and drop some kind of a suggestion. Hey, if you can figure out some kind of trap that relies on these daggers that we just got, possibly <laughs> setting up. Trap. I also gave you a bunch of well, gems for whatever they're worth. Okay, I'll, I'll hang on to those for whatever they're worth. Like possibly <clears throat> set up some barricades at least <clears throat> near the ropes so that we can have people stationed. Probably about 800 gold worth of gems in that, in that sack. Okay. Yeah, right. set, set up things so we can have people firing from cover near the ropes just as a last little line of defense for people moving through. What is the bull man doing? Are there... Are there, like, tables or anything, any big items like that? Yeah, there's, like, tables that food is set on and drinks and have. Like, people have set up, like, benches and tables in certain places throughout the camp. 
I might want to wait on tipping them over to barricades right now, but at least get them in position, yeah. Wrong character. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, are, they, are they close to where we're set up? Or? There's probably like one or two at the very least. <laughs> okay, that'll help later. Because hmm. um, I'm thinking using the, uh, was it Glyph of Safe Ball? It's just like an elevator ride, just like up on the table. <laughs> That's really clever. I like it. Actually, brick, brick, really? brick, brick being our ambulance probably works really well. Actually, just run around throwing people on your shoulder. The, the most injured people get on this table, throw them down. He's the ambulance. I'm the EMT. Yeah. Cool. Um, I won't. I won't. I won't touch the tables yet, just to not arouse suspicion. Why I'm bringing them closer over to. A cliff, but and so uh, Merrick sure Merrick kind of grabs his armor and puts it in a sack and like throws it over his shoulder. Uh, we happen to have a spare robe that's orc sized. Did you get yeah, any? I I just grabbed a junk of robes. I okay. I dump robes on the. And he finds one and puts it on over the over the will, over the steel I arms. Send, I also I will send uh, uh, before Jagatall leaves me. Um, after you show me where the caches are. I will indicate one arm, and then me, and hopefully communicate if he could get Shiana to come to me. <laughs> oh, I'm heading over there anyway. Uh, as I'm walking by, I have a whole bunch of daggers. I'm just gonna, as I'm walking by the uh, the thing, just kind of drop a dagger. Drop the daggers. In. Yeah. <laughs> just a cas casually dropping daggers as you go by. As 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 you walk by, like people. Like the people in the cages start to notice a lot, like, and so they're they start to become prepared after like you drop one in the first and then the second and then the next couple of cages people are realizing what's going on, and so they used to immediately grab the dagger and hide it. Yeah, as soon as soon as you plant it, uh, and then I, I I walk over to Shiana and I, I grab you on the shoulder, and um, I put my hands together in the we need to regroup motion, and begin leading you towards. I assume, towards the towards I assume our, Merrick's our group. coming with Yeah, Merrick, after he's fitted the robe over himself. Does okay. it put a, a robe over the, the suit? Or, it's or probably, it's, it's a medium-sized suit. Yeah, it's medium, medium Yeah, it's size. probably roughly orc so size. Yeah, you can put one of those over just to, yeah. just, okay. Um, I, I, I'm going to start wandering away from that, from the top of the cliff there. Hmm? Going... Um, just, just, just meandering, just to see if anybody pays. Any, you got, pays some, you, you got some heavy stomping footsteps. So, yeah. well, okay, is is the, the face of the cliff on the like the west side? On the south, south side. side. Oh, on the south side. Okay, so I'm going to go toward the toward the east. Just, just or, gonna, actually, kind of go like north. Let me recheck the map so I know exactly what I'm telling you. Okay. Because uh, I believe, yeah, it's, it's facing it's facing southeast. Okay, so facing southeast. So they, they went pretty much northwest. Yeah, they went straight northwest. So, so I'm going to go kind of. Northeast, kind of northeast. Yeah, so it's like follow the line yeah, of the cliff. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna flank a little bit hmm. and 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 see what's um go, go into the toward the more of the heavier um, populated areas with all the tents and stuff. Just mm -hmm. um, where is the overbridge? <laughs> uh, looks like he's maneuvering towards that sacrificial altar. Okay, so once we're all together, um. Leaf, I'm going to drop the keys in there and have them start unlocking themselves. As they as they begin to free themselves, there's going to be an uproar. You're going to need to heal as many of them as you can so that they can get out and get to weapons. 
if you could lead them there as well. Uh, if Brick, if Brick's, if Brick, are you with us or are you back at the tents? I'm probably back at the tents. Okay. Lead them back towards Brick, and the two of you help them get down off the cliff, those that need to leave immediately. We need to, and looking at the, that, at Jangatal, Shana, and Merrick, mm-hmm. we will need to engage their leader. That will draw the most attention to us and give the others enough, the most amount of chance to get away and get armed. I say, indicating the ogre. Well, I plan on engaging. Oh, uh, once once this has been, I'll, I'll... I'm, I'm going to pull Snake Friend out, and Snake Friend is going to slither into the um, the, the the weapon caches nearest the most wardens, like where the most people are going to be going. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, you've got a key for these chests, right? Yep. Um, I'm going I'm going to lead you over the chest and, and motion for you to to open it. I'll hand, I'll hand off the key. And open it up. Snack friend goes inside chest. Close chest. <laughs> Someone's going to have a bad day. Um, moving over to the cage. Can I identify if any of these keys that I have will open these cages? Um, the cages that you, those keys can open are the ones around that jar, that large tent. So the big ones or the small ones? The, 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 metal, the, ones. the metal the like the solid cages. Okay, okay. What, what kind of... Uh, what's uh, holding these smaller cages... Uh, they're mostly just metal bars planted in the ground, like a cross-section metal bar. So they're not even locked; right. they're just yeah. closed. Uh, they're they they have a locked door, but it is it's just like a giant heavy padlock. In Kalimog to the dwarves, be ready. We're starting now. All right. So and I'm then, looking at the cell. I'm going to grab. I'm going to. I'll point. I'll point you towards the the open ones, and I'm going to head towards the closed ones. Uh, do you say they're just big, heavy padlocks? I'm going to stop you. I'm going to wrap my arm around your massive bicep, point at the okay. padlock, and oh. take the key. Hand you the keys. You go over there. Okay. Yes. Right. The troll's like, I'm fast. You're strong. I'm just going to switch. Rip, I'm just going to start ripping padlocks. Then I'm going to start opening cell. Well, well, we're we're so you can probably drop them into the healthiest one, and, and they can probably unlock themselves. While I don't the think they unlock from the inside. Yeah. That would be a bad sign. That's result. fair. That's fair. <laughs> Unlock the first one, hand him the keys. How convenient. They left the lock on this side. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry, rubbing padlocks. Okay, so he's, he's, gonna, he's padlock smash. I'm Seldar. Let's get this going. What, what is everyone else doing? So I'm going to be um, starting <laughs> stealing people that can't get out of their cells, and I'm going to be start leading them to weapon caches, basically? Yeah. Well, I have engineering to start sabotaging padlocks. There you go. So there's that. Um, I'm going to start heading over to the... Two-headed. Uh, you and Merrick head over to start engaging? Curious. Uh, like what? I, I'm assuming he's coming with me. Are there torches around? Um, real quick. You, yeah. When we were gathered, okay. did we get a chance to heal Merrick beforehand? While yeah, we that would have been smart. Because we were all together? Uh, yeah, how injured is Merrick looking? Uh, very. Like, yeah, was just, has been true. being tortured for a long I'm period of time. I don't have. I have eight points of lay on the hands, and my healing is. I'm saving it, so I can't use any of my. I really cannot use any of my second Actually, or third no, level. I, I still got yeah, stuff. Hang on. Uh, I will. I will give him a couple cure wounds. Yeah, if you both give him a couple first level cure wounds. Yeah, I, I will. As long as you yeah help him a little bit, then I'll give him two uh, first level cure wounds. Uh, seven, five. And then I'll pump eight lay on hands. Actually, into though, them. so that's seven plus five plus eight. Twenty. 
So he gets 20 hit points back from me. Does cool. it look like any of the injuries or something are like infected or he has diseases or anything? Like no, he doesn't he doesn't seem to be diseased at all. He's just branding. Been, yeah. Nice. Burns diseases away. So I've given him back 20 hit points. Sorry. Cool. And I'll be able to help more in battle later, but I'm saving my healing so I can get my healing spirit up later. Yeah. You you have spells to use in battle. I don't, so I'm going to save everything for healing for when things but, start going wrong. Before we break, Shiana's going to take out like some of the torture devices and stuff that she grabbed. Just These might help. Yeah, we'll hand them to the prisoners. She is going to save one of them, one of the branding ones, though. Hmm. And also, as soon as everyone starts catching on, we'll just go ahead and start throwing torches everywhere. Start hoping Yeah, and, and I'm, yeah. Going to, I'm going to mutter to the dwarves in Kalimog before I start ripping padlocks. Anyone who can throw fire, do so. Mm-hmm. Alright. Alright. Let's get it started. So you're you're back at the thing waiting for people to come back and sort of helped out. You're I'm, I'm meandering off toward the east a little bit. Ready to start a separate distraction? <clears throat> yeah. Um Merrick kind of because you have produced fire, right? I have I will, so I will, I will join you with the ogre as soon as it's we can Actually, yeah. So if you want to start setting fires, as soon as if we can find, if we can find the keys to the other cells, we could make this. There are three cell blocks, I should say, aside from the ones by this large camp. There are three ritual sites that have concentrations of cells. If we can find the keys to each of those blocks, which should theoretically be nearby or near the large tent, then we could allow more people to escape at once. Unless you just intend to run from cell to cell, breaking padlocks. <clears throat> I can do that. He can. Hopefully you're, hopefully you're swift. Um, he's saying that... I'm going to so where do you say look? Around the tent? Uh, there, theoretically, there should be <clears throat> a set of keys somewhere near the main, the master tent or around the cell blocks that well, they are going to. Try to... Take, I'm going to motion that we take a quick look. Yeah. Um, I, I look. I point to the master. Tent, we I point Shiana to around the the cell. So we're going to take a quick look for that first before we mm-hmm. engage in combat. Yeah. Roll perception. It's a decent roll. 18? 14. Should I roll perception? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you find around the um, <coughs> uh, around the master tent you, you, that had the highest DC. So congratulations, because you made it. Um, the uh, there is a small, like, um, footlocker uh, that's sort of hidden behind the behind the the large the cells. Uh, answers to the key that would open the large cells, um, and in it is a set of keys for each of the cell blocks. It's probably for the for the central warden to access if he needs them. Cool. That's quicker out. than breaking. <laughs> I pull out and I, I distribute keys toward strategic areas. All right. Okay. We're gonna start. So start this. Hoe down. Yep. Uh, so as the as, as the group of you sort of gather around the sacrificial altar, as um, uh, I'm assuming one of you has the keys for that particular cell block as well. Yep. Um, and having distributed the keys around the people who would be able to free themselves, and because thing about the uh, thing about the the ones that are just like bars, yeah, is someone someone on the inside can reach through with the key. Yeah. So you can just deposit the keys of one of them. Yep. And. Uh, signal and as the group of you gather around um, Merrick kind of looks around 
and sees the the uh, the uh, ogre setting up a ritual with one of with one of his acolytes. Um, and as, as the as the ogre um, gathers around this this altar, um, he kind of looks at it and sort of indicates over his shoulder to one of the other acolytes. Someone find that fool and bring me the focus. And at that point, Merrick kind of reaches around the acolyte behind the ogre's shoulder with his right arm, the one with the metal plating, and just kind of clamps his hand over his mouth and pulls the gladius with his left and just kind of very slowly drags it across his throat. And then uh, with that, drops him to the ground. With the thud, the ogre begins to turn around and sees Merrick, who is just staring him down. Welcome back to the battlefield, you old bastard. And he brings his hand up and just kind of raises it to the sky. And you hear that battle cry. And it seems to rally the people in the cells as well. As as a protection warrior, he's going to use his rallying cry feature as he uses his second wind. As he gets to heal himself a lot. And people in the cells get to heal themselves a bit. I'm a star opening sales. Rip the cloak off. Revealing me, <laughs> and sword out, charging at the ogre. Let's roll some initiative. Initiative. Since I don't need to break locks, I can just get him out of fight. Well, I'm not there anyway. I mean, you're in the fight. <clears throat> well, I'm there, you're, but you're definitely hey, you're like, definitely yeah. hearing the calls of Loktar Ogar. Yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, that's what I was hoping for. <clears throat> now you can start. Well, 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 who did the ogre? The orcs that we saw down at the fifteen. Black Maw. The black one. Dragon Maw. Dragon Maw orcs. Never mind. Dragon Maw. Okay. Dragon Maw. Whatever. Dragon Maw. What about them? It is. I'm trying to remember things. That's all. Oh, yeah. Dragon Maw. Those are the <laughs> orcs that. Let's hope that all these cultists are as weak as the ones in the camp below. Because there's a couple. I'm not worried about the regular cultists. <laughs> I'm worried about the ogre. Yeah, the pick one. Also, if we kill the ogre mage, the rest of the cultists, a lot of them will run. Uh, that's not how cults, well, always work. Yeah, it depends. It depends on the cult. All right, uh, twenty to fifteen, or twenty and above, rather. Oh. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. So wow. you said twenty to fifteen. I was like, yeah, not right there. <laughs> Twenty-four is Shiana. Sixteen is. Chang, 15 is, as I remember, names. Garrick. Garrick. Uh, 15 to 10. 10 to 5. 6. 9. Oh. 9. 5 to 1. 4. <laughs> you get no pluses? Oh, okay. I got a 10 dexterity. Both I'm not set up with physical stats. Okay. I've also got a 10 dexterity. I have double that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of have to have a high wisdom and a high intelligence. Those oh, nice. were, you know, sort of the focus. <clears throat> yeah, my intelligence is enough. He's got an amount of hit points now. Yeah, I get access to third level spells next next level. I get access to stabbing people. I mean, like, you already I have access to I, stabbing I, people. I also have access to stabbing people. I know, isn't that great? I really don't have access to stabbing people. 
And slashing people. I mostly been stabbing. I'm trying to figure out if I could... If... Can I arm wrestle an ogre? Alright. No. It's so... Ogre mage, so they're not as strong as regular ogres. That's not true. <laughs> you don't Jeez. know that. I arm wrestle. Uh, top of the round, Shiana. Okay. Um, the ogre dude is in front of me? Yep. Hey, right. you've got that whole assassination um, feature. This, is, this is definitely a surprise. Yes, I am using that, and I am going to hurt. So it's going to be an auto crit if you hit. Anna, you have advantage on the attack. Yeah, okay. He stops being surprised at the end of his first round. Roll twice, take the higher. That's a sixteen. Um, so twenty-five to hit. Yes, that's a good one. And that's so you're going to get. Damage. So you're going to get your sneak attack. And your regular attack, and you roll all the damage dice twice. Okay. Or just double the so dice. Five d six plus. So five d six. I need double. six. Uh, I have my d six. Here, if you I like my d six. Three. Uh, oh, thank you. I here. I just. I think I need one more. Uh, wait. Five d six, and what? I'm doubling. Double. You're doubling the numbers, and okay, then you add I, five. Okay. I've done this before. I'm rolling these one at a time because when I do them in a group, it does it poorly. Or not. <laughs> well, never mind. Okay. Wow. 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 Four of them are ones. Wow. So that's eight times two is 16. <sighs> plus five is 21. Plus five is 21. That should have been so much better. Still 21 damage. Yeah. So you got to roll all at once. Okay. See? Okay. Okay. Do people want dice back? Yes, please. Uh, which, okay. Which one? I have the white one. No, okay. I Thank have you. the bone ones. Are they actual bones? <clears throat> no, they just look like it. Alright. They feel really nice. They're, All right. They have really nice roll feel. They're not really resinous, so plastic. She will sink her claws into yeah, them. Now, how much damage? Right, 21. 21. 21. Ow. Cool. Offhand attack. Oh, wait. And she will say, for touching my brother, he will die slowly and painfully. Uh, Rather that he died quick. <laughs> yeah. Jangatal. We can incapacitate uh, him quick. I'm opening all himself. these cell doors. All right. Uh, I'll say you can open all of them in the span of a round just by, like, because you've got the keys. And they've all got the minimum. Yep. I'm sure you can make a quick table. Garrick. Uh, you've got. So I asked before about <laughs> what I could do if I got both both chain hooks into a target. Uh, I'd say you could try and uh, rather than just pull them to you, you can try and pull them to a space within. Kind of like slam prone. You can try, yeah. I'm gonna try to get him with both hooks. All right. Uh, that's. 16 plus 7 is 20, 23. Uh, that'll hit, yeah. Okay, and the other hook. Uh, 17. That will miss. Damn. Well, I still hit him with the one hook. 8 uh, points of piercing damage. Alright. Uh, so, as you, you throw both of these hooks, and one of them manages to sink, it catches right in the shoulder. The other one glances off as you realize that under this particular ogre mage's robes, there is a suit of heavy armor that sort of it glances off of it, off of the, <laughs> the torso. Oh, I've got one sunk in. 
I'm gonna try to hold it in. Alright, uh, you anything else? Um, I think healing, is healing spirit a bonus action? Yes, it is. Uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast healing spirit. Let me double check that it is, but I'm pretty certain that it is. I believe it is. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll call it right now. Healing spirit. Spell. Uh, casting time, one bonus action. Yep. Uh, I'm going to cast Healing Spirit and put it at the entrance to one of the cages so that everyone that runs out gets a d6. Alright. So, did I get all the cells or just one block of cells? Uh, you got the the block that you're at, which is the, the one that... Like, who, who did we assign to the other blocks? Uh, you gave you gave a key to, each, to one of the prisoners in each of the cells because they can actually reach their... Them. Oh, you were... Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the cell door, like the metal door. Oh, yeah, the metal or doors, like, yeah. You, you got all of those. Okay, and then the blocks are all releasing themselves because they can reach out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just making sure. Uh, and that brings it to Merrick's turn. So wait, is that all the cell all, all the doors <laughs> dealt with then basically? All uh, the ones that need to be opened? The ones that he got, he got all at once. The other ones will probably take a round or two just because they're opening themselves. Makes sense. Um, including the ones that you guys are fighting by. Yes, but everybody is accounted for in that. Yeah, everyone's accounted yes. for. Basically, I'm wondering if I have to start sabotaging locks or not, and it doesn't look like I have weapon. You're in. That'll bring it to Merrick's turn, who will uh, run up <laughs> next to Shiana in in close range with the with the ogre. Is he considered grappled by the chain? Uh, no, because okay. you haven't actually managed to pull or anything. So, and they don't actually grapple; they just pull. Uh, and he's going to take. Does he have just two attacks, or does he have three at this point? Uh, Level 8, 2. It's level 11 where they get the 3, I believe. Yeah, they get level 11 where they get the 3rd attack at level 11, the 4th attack at level 20. And this is the first one, rolls a natural 20 on the second one. So as he, he, he brings the, the, the gladius in his left hand, kind of scrapes across the plate, and then brings it back in a reverse grip and drives it through the side uh, where, where it catches between the armor, uh, which will deal... Only 12 plus his strength is 18, so it'll be 12 plus it'll be 16 points of slashing damage uh, on the second attack. Uh, and he will. Yeah, he'll um, keep it there. Uh, which then brings it to the Ogre Mage, uh, who pulls out this oversized uh, hammer. It's more like a maul in his hands. Uh, and he, with with one hand, will bring it down and swing towards you, Shiana. Uh, that will be... Are swinging at me? The Ogre Mage. The Ogre Mage. Don't forget to use reaction to half damage. Yes. Uh, that'll be a 22 to hit you. What's your AC? That hits. My AC is 17. 17. Um, I would have to. Yeah, I'm Hang on. Damaging. Merrick's going to use his reaction. To impose disadvantage. Uh, add... Seven to your armor class? Does that make it? Oh, uh, 24. Alright, so, as as, uh, as the, the maul comes screeching down towards you, uh, Merrick's that, that metal-plated arm that he's got on his right, he's standing to your left, so that, that his arm just comes around and slams into the side of the maul and sends it crashing into the dirt. Uh, and it misses you completely. Uh, he does, however, have, I believe, a second attack. Uh, yep, he takes one more attack against you. 
That's going to be a 24 to hit. Which will yes. That's, yeah. Uh, which will deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Do you have the thing with the eraser? You take seven. This one has an eraser. Yeah. Oh, how we have two pencils with an eraser? Yeah, it just doesn't have the lead. So you have it to seven. And while the while the while the one-eyed head uh, is is glaring down at you and swinging the swinging the maul, the two-eyed head is looking back over at Garrick, and the uh, and the empty offhand pulls up, and a ball of flame forms in the palm as it launches it towards you with his bonus action. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, 19. That's only going to be a 13, so that'll miss as the fireball <laughs> flies wide. Alright. Um, that'll be its turn. Uh, as a group of cultists begin to realize what's going on, Jang, you've got about four of them approaching you as you're by the large cave. <laughs> That's adorable. Do they try to open up the cache of weapons? Uh, they... You know what? Yeah, one of them will. Yeah, uh, <coughs> surprise snake. Surprise snake! Go ahead and open an attack roll as the snake uses its reaction to try and bite. Does, does snake friend have advantage? Yes, this because is definitely a surprise. That's good, because that was a three. Uh, 20 something. Yeah, that'll hit. Roll damage. There's a snake in my cache. Alright, so he takes 13 physical damage, and then. Five not physical damage, so another eighteen from the snake. Yeah, and that one just dies immediately as the snake lunges right. out and <clears throat> dig, digs it to its neck. Um, and that brings it to Brick. It's your turn, and you see that there's a number of cultists who are sort of approaching and trying, running around, trying to figure out what's going on. None of them seem to have noticed your group yet. That might change quickly, though. Start throwing people off the cliff. How fast they fall depends on whether or not they're allies. <laughs> uh, I just like the idea of like 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 this this monk that's gradually throwing them off the cliff, grabbing some people, smacking them in the chest, and throwing them off the cliff, and they fall slower. <laughs> throwing up people off the cliff, and suddenly you have a nice padded barrier for the friends you throw off the cliff. Just the moment the pile of dead bodies. Hide behind the mouth of dead bards. <laughs> they made a mini with that Kickstarter. They made a mini for the mound of dead bards. The mound of dead bards. Is that a monster? That has to be a monster. It's a, it's a, it's. A, I'm making a monster that is just a mound of dead bards. <laughs> I still have to show this group. Yes, this group still needs to see that movie. Like. Yeah, you've seen it. I just like it's there. like you know, like it's like the pile of bones or or, or pile of corpses, but it's just pile of barred corpses. <laughs> All right, uh, Brick, so what are you up to? Um, so no one's no one's noticed me yet quite yet. Uh, yeah, that will probably change quickly, as in yeah. in the next round or so. <clears throat> okay, well in that case, I'm just gonna go ahead and grab the tables now and get them ready. All right, yeah. So you start you start grabbing tables and get start pulling the them table! out. Get the tables, get the tables, uh, so Josh, what are you up to? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna roll a deception check. For what? What are you trying to do? Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna. 
get everybody to re- reinforce the east wall. Wait, you found, he found, attacked by he found the Mount of Dead Bards, Minnie? Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he showed me. I, I want that. Uh, I, I want to try to try to get everybody to to help reinforce the east uh, the east side of the uh, against the uh, it, the imminent attack of the um, of the orcs. All right, roll me a deception check. Frog. Uh, fourteen. Uh, a couple of people hear you and just sort of like assuming that you know what's going on, start heading towards the east. Your voice doesn't okay. carry that far, but okay. there's at least should a small I, number of people that are running that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start moving around. Okay. There's at least a small number of people running that way. Less? Nice. Yikes. That was a violent yeah, sneeze. <laughs> no, it held back a little bit. You tried to hold it back too much. Dick. Got a leaf. Showing off your part elephant? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, I'm guessing most, most of these people are injured at least in some respect. Yeah. How many of them are like critical, as in, without healing, they're just straight up not walking at all. There's probably at least like five or six among these cages. Alright. Are there any that look like they'd take more than just a healing word? Like any that I'd have to use like lesser restoration or a full healing word? A mass healing word should get most of them walking, if nothing else. They might not be walking fast, but they'll be walking. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and get Mass healing word. I forget how many targets. Let me look that. I believe it's up to six. Six, okay. Because it is. It's, it's, the, it's not the pi, It's not the pathfinder like two. Six. Really, yeah. Where it's just everything with thirty foot radius. Yeah. So that's six. So I'm going to take six of the most injured looking. All right. And put a mass healing word there. D4 plus your spellcasting mod. Yeah. D4 plus 3, and then it's plus 5 again because I have that ability. So 10 hit points. Cool. Alright. And then I'm going to go up to whoever looks to be, if I can pick out anyone, the most critical and put a uh, first to second of healing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. first to second level spell. <laughs> Second level, because I don't cool. really need second level spell slots. Yeah. You all have spell driver at this point, which means if you cast a spell with your bonus action, you can cast a first or second level spell, and vice versa, rather than having to stick to a cantrip. Uh, let's see. Uh, 14 hit points back to him. Cool. All right. That guy will actually maybe make it out. Alright, uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. At the end of your turn, the Ogre Mage is going to use one of his legendary actions. And he's going to command ally. Uh, as, as he sort of looks over at one of these cultists as beginning to pour into the battlefield around the main group, uh, he... The the head the the head with one eye that is serving as as you can tell the 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 one commanding the the fighting part of the body uh, looks over you hit that and the uh, one of the one of the one of the cultists sort of runs over and brings uh, its scimitar around and sort of swings at you uh, and gets advantage on the attack roll because he was commanded. Go ahead. Uh, that might hit. That might hit. Uh. 
cultist. Uh, plus three. Nineteen? That hits? He actually hits. Congratulations, you're dead next. <laughs> you take five slashing damage. Ooh. I know, it was so horrible. <clears throat> five slashing damage. Alright. Um, and then that brings it to Shiana. Okay. Um... How many of the cages got opened last round, by the way? Um, all, of all the ones that you were by, uh, and then the other the other groups have managed to open about half of them. I'll go ahead and. You want to flank the ogre with your brother? Yeah. Shift to flank. And I get what, a bonus for the, uh, yeah, advantage. You, you advantage when you're flanking. And okay. you get your sneak attack. You get a sneak attack regardless because you have an ally yeah. dealing with target. Okay. That was. Well, that one was better than a one, so yeah, um, twenty-seven to hit. That will definitely hit. So you get your sneak damage and sneak attack. So okay, probably be six, five d six. I think it is. Here, let me get some from the communal. Five d six plus five. I could just magnetize this guy so he'd stay on my shoulder. There's a there's a there's a seller. At the goblin market. Yeah, he was selling the, the fairies. <laughs> but the, basically, they had a they had basically a stand with a bunch of uh, like it's like sort of a, a a molded a stand molded to your shoulder that had magnets in it, mm. and then you magnetize whatever you want to stand on. It and just, uh, I mean, you could just do velcro or something. Yeah. Similar. It looks looks like he's actually staying on my shoulder pretty well right now, though. As long as I don't make too too much of a sharp turn. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-two damage. Twenty-two. Nice. That was more than the crit. I know. I know. It's, yeah. I rolled them all together this time. See? <clears throat> and you didn't roll John's dice this time. My, <laughs> my, my 3d6 rolled great. For you. 542. Alright. Alright. Right. Shank a doodle uh, Yep, that hurts. Do you have anything else you want to do in your turn? Um... Oh, I need to make a constitution save. Can I make another attack or anything? Mm, no. You only have one hand. You can't do a wield. Yeah, I know. And you don't yeah, get, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't really have an offhand to attack with. You I really wanted to eye. do a wield with the with the hot poker thing, but I can't do that right now. Because, um, you know, I, I can't do that ever unless yeah. my arm grows back. Yeah, so, your arm grows. Gross, you never had right. one in the first place. Um, no, that's going to be my attack for now. Alright. Uh, that brings us to at the actually actually at the end of your turn, he's going to use another legendary action, and he's going to throw a firebolt at Garrick because you're the only one in range. Uh, Eighteen to hit, misses. All right, firebolt misses. Dodging those firebolts. Uh, Jang, he the firebolt. You have can't dodge the guy stabbing. You me. have four. You have four cultists, <laughs> two of which look somewhat more tough than the other two. So well, no, you have three cultists. One of them got bit by a snake and died. Yes. yes. Uh, so, question. Where, where is the concentration that seems to be in the most danger at the moment, like, as far as these cages go? Um, probably the group with the Ogre Mage. Although, that's just if you kind the Ogre Mage himself is the biggest threat. But there are more cultists gathering around the, the pit in the ground. Uh, uh, ritual site. 
How many people are over there? Uh, there's probably about ten cultists gathered over there, and there's probably a good dozen or so prisoners. Okay. These three on me, are they threatening any other prisoners right now? Uh, they're currently coming to see what's going on, and yeah, they are. They will be threatening the prisoners if they don't get killed. The soon. ones in the cell. Yeah, the ones in the cell that you just opened. Like wire. Okay. Um, so the ones where the the, the the most people going on. How hurt or armed are those prisoners? Uh, the ones in the cells that you just opened. Um, how, how are they doing health-wise? They are in better condition than most, probably because they're more important prisoners that have more information. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, they're still at least somewhat beaten. They're yeah. probably at least at half of their max health. How about the people in the pit? In the pit, they're all, like the rest of them, beaten within an inch of their lives. So, which group would need more protecting, is my question, based on my guesstimation. Um... The group that you're with is lesser in number, but are more hardy. The other group has a lot more numbers, but all of them are much more beaten down, and there's more cultists coming after them. So that's a judgment call that you would have to make. Okay. How far is that place for me? You could probably reach that in a round if you dashed. Well, I can t- make a dash as a bonus action. Yeah, so you can reach that and still have your action. Cool. Would I provoke uh, opportunities? Mm, these guys aren't close enough to threaten you quite yet. If you if you wait here another round, yes, because they're going to be on you and fight. Are they armed yet? Yeah. At least, like, the, the two that seem tougher had their own weapons on them. Uh, the two that, well, the one that didn't get killed by the snake uh, is going to have to try and find something, but there's also a snake there. <laughs> cool. All right. And everyone in these cells has at least a dagger. Yeah. They at least have a weapon. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I'm going to go for the pit. Because I think they need more. Cool. More help. Uh, you know, is it literally a pit? There, there's a pit in the ground for the ritual, and then there's a series of cages on the side of it. Oh, uh, okay. So I, I can't come careening over a cliffside and murder into somebody. I mean, you could. Someone, someone, someone's like crossing the pit to try and get to the cages, which someone is. Yes. Dive into the pit. <laughs> I would love to come careening over the edge of a pit and, and make my presence known very, very loudly. All right. Go ahead and roll me an attack roll. And uh, how how tough are these people? Are they, are these guys tougher looking? There's a few of them, yeah. Of the ten, there's probably like three. I'm going for a tougher looking one, and it's a vicious strike. Go for it. Uh, we're gonna go careening over with that cool spear I have. The, the 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 ones that you can tell that are somewhat more tough, they're probably like more veteran cultists. You can tell them apart because instead <laughs> of just the robes, they have a visible breastplate that they're wearing. So that's a twenty to hit. That'll hit, yeah. And, and, they, and they've got these like small hammers in their hands as opposed to just knives. That's 22 damage. Ow. He's not dead, but ow. Second attack? Yeah. That's a higher something to hit. Mm-hmm. This one is not a ferocious attack. So it's just 9 damage. So close. He's not dead yet. Okay, but I have. Uh, do I have the attention of some people over? Oh yeah, <clears throat> you have attention. You have a lot of attention. Cool. And then uh, Snack Friend is going to. Uh, he's been doing pretty well taking out the weak guy, so he's gonna uh, attack the weak guy and then take off the disguise. The the last guy around that chest. Yeah, yeah. go for it. 
actually doesn't matter because you go all the guys around him. Does 14 hit? Me. Yes. He's going to have a heck of a time missing them. That's 13 physical damage and 7 poison damage, so 20 damage. He did. And then the, the snake is going to soar about 20 feet up uh, vulture style over the other two. Cool. I just realized that it doesn't matter if I yank the over down because the two people in melee with him will go before me. Yeah. The over goes after me, so I'll just stand up again before it's their turn. So break down. Garrick, it's your turn. Yep, I'm gonna go charge the dude. Actually, no, Merrick is immediately after you. Oh, he's immediately after me. I'm still gonna charge him. I'm, I'm it's I'm just gonna flank and charge. You do uh, DPS. So flank um so I'm provoking tower opportunity from the, the dude that was next to me. Yep. He only does not get advantage on that attack roll. It's a nine. It's only gonna be a twelve. He misses. So, the scratches in the back of my armor as I go. Uh, flanking, I'm going to flank the ogre, and I'm going to proceed to smash with my full blade. All right. Uh, that's twenty-four to hit. That'll hit. Uh, that's going to be 8 plus 7 is something. That's uh, 15. 15 points of slashing damage on the first one. Okay. There are these little insects all over the place over here crawling yes. crawling in my skin. As long as they will not heal. Um, I, I, I sprayed certain areas with bug killing stuff, and so now they're all trying to escape their they're the walls and corners. Yeah. Inevitable doom. Yeah. Anyways, uh, second second attack. Let's try to crit this time, shall we, Derek? Didn't crit. Also missed because there's a six. That's a six and a six, uh, which makes it a thirteen. That, that will miss. Yes. Yeah. Nope. I hit once. What? Right. Uh, at the end of your turn, he's going to use his third and final legendary action. And he's going to make a weapon attack against you. Brilliant. He's with missed every roll. Missed with everything else. Well, that's a natural 20. Yeah, he hits that time. <laughs> he's missing out. Yeah. As it turns out, the spellcaster of the, 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 the spellcasting head is just not as good as the fighting head. Uh, it's going to be uh, 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah. I've had worse. Literally, the assassins did more damage to me. Yeah. Sneak attack hurts. Uh, <laughs> 16, you said? 16. It's just something. He does that particular well thing, and he doesn't get them well. That's one of those. I hit him with a triple lock. Yeah. You do. Uh, so, yeah, that's my turn. Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, bonus action uh, move the healing spirit so that it goes gets to a. You were at 10 30? Yeah. I need to make a constitution save here. Yeah, for my healing spirit. I make it. Um, barely, but I made it. Uh, I need... Yeah, so have has any, have prisoners been able to get out of that cage? Yeah, so I've been running through the healing spirit. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move it to another one so that more people can get it. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to move it over, I'm gonna move it over to where the, the, the solo prisoners that haven't had a chance to run through it yet. Cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, now we'll bring it to Merrick, who is going to make his two attacks. Flanking, give advantage. Yep. <laughs> That'll be a hit. It's, 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 it's 
and that'll be a hit as well. So he's going to make. Nineteen. Uh, he's going to action search and do it again. That's a natural 20 on the second one. So the first hit. 10. Alright. Um, Merrick does his bit. And it's the Ogre Mage's turn. And he is going to cast... Sure, all three of you are in front of him, or well, no, not in front of him, but around him now. Uh, so he will, yeah, he'll bring his hand up, and the he and this black fire forms in his hands, and he crushes it, and a wall of fire emerges around him. Uh, as I need all of you to make uh, agility saves, we all have advantage on the save. The three of us there, which is me, you, and Merrick. Okay. We all have advantage on the set because of my aura of warning. Good, that's better. He's a nice ability. It is. Uh, 22. Cool. You dig out. So, what's the. You have advantage. We, oh, so I can roll twice. Awesome. Yes. Okay, wow, that wasn't much better. <laughs> uh, you also get a plus two to your. So, <clears throat> why don't you have your saves marked down? What what saves yeah. do rogues have proficiency in? Agility and intelligence. So so it's plus eight, so you go to thirteen. Plus eight plus another two, so ten. So it's fifteen. So wait, it's plus fifteen or I get plus ten. Plus, plus ten, I get fifteen. Okay. You make it exactly. Okay, so you made it, and you have evasion, which means you take no damage. Okay. Even if, if it doesn't damage, yeah, you take no damage. I don't know if any of us take it. It's wall of fire. You take half. Okay, so. How much damage do we take? Uh, so, uh, you and Merrick both take... Mouse, stop freaking out. Get a break. There we go. Uh, not suggestion, a wall of fire. Wall it's of... suggesting a wall of fire. Suggest the suggestion is a wall of fire. Here's a suggestion. Burst into flames. Mm. I cast suggestion on physics. Now's the time to pull a chain so they pull him into Cast, the fire. Yeah, no, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, definitely. At this point, definitely, I'm yanking him down through the fire. You both take eleven points of of, of fire. I'm assuming damage. the fire is now between us and him. Yes, but it's in your square. I mean, we we evade it, so I, I assume we step outside of it. No, you don't. You don't automatically move outside of it. Uh, no. if, if you end your turn in the fire, then you keep taking damage. Got it. That's okay. so we can attack and then move away. Yeah, if you enter if you enter the fire for your first time, or if you end your turn there, if you if you were already in it, basically the idea is if you choose to stay there for the whole six seconds, yeah, you take it again because why are you staying in the fire for more than six seconds? Because you're already in it when it's when it casts, so you're yes, but you have you've got like that you know three you get seconds. that yeah, get that a few seconds. To what happened? We got uh, you didn't nothing happened to you. Oh okay, but okay. we are all engulfed in a wall of fire. Okay, you're probably gonna want to step out of it when it comes to your turn. Maybe I like the fire. I mean, she's got evasion. I am flame carver. She can dance in the flame without taking damage because evasion. I will carve the I don't, flame. 
Well, yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get to save if you end your turn there. Oh, you don't? Yeah, you okay. Never mind then. You only get to save on the initial casting, because then you don't have time to move out of the way. Once it's there, you can move out of the way, or you can take the fire damage. That seems fair. <laughs> uh, she's going to be the end of... Actually, he's going to use his bonus action to make a single weapon attack against Merrick. Which is going to hit unless Merrick can deflect it. He can't. He takes it. Uh, he takes 12, which puts him at, sorry, he accidentally wrote the damage that he took instead of the health that he has. Now it's, now it's the health that he has. Um, he, he has, well, it wasn't, every time you get hit, that's how much health you have left. <laughs> um, then I mean, you never it, die. Yeah, you, just, you suddenly have 6, then you have 12, then you have 13, oh, yeah. then you have 15. <laughs> Uh, Brick, the cultists are noticing you now. You have two. You have two of the more heavily armored cultists coming your way. Oh boy, heavily armored. That means they fall faster. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to say, a breastplate rather than leather armor. Hmm. Uh, are they humans or? Uh, one's a one's an orc. One's a troll. Hmm. Trolls can fly. You saw it earlier. Remember? Oh, you were here. Yeah. There's there's a shape changing troll who turned into a bird. So clearly, all trolls can fly. Jag's gonna try and fly one day, and it's gonna go so badly. <laughs> I mean, I can help him. <laughs> Just free falling starts playing. Just just like, like, him off the cliff. The camp and said that they had set up the cages and stuff. Yeah, so a, a troll, a troll druid showed up, and so Jag must assume that all trolls can turn into birds. <laughs> so one day he will just start jumping off buildings. I can fly. I mean, his snake turned into a bird, so. Yeah, the troll also has a decent spirit score. <laughs> okay, and a strong clearly... sense of self-preservation. <laughs> clearly, your connection with the spirits will only greater enhance your abilities. Yeah, I don't have a connection with the spirits. That's that's whack mumbo jumbo. <laughs> if I don't see it, I don't believe it. I'm the one with the connection with the spirits. I still need to go through and edit the all the runes that need to be bonus actions rather than actions. Oh, yeah. And next time I get a level, I think uh, I'm going to need the uh, fifth level spells. Yeah, the, the third level. Or the fourth level. The, fourth, yeah. the next level of spellage. Uh, okay, then they're, they're two of them, those two are coming towards me? Yep. Or what level are you guys right now? Eight. Okay, eight. you will need the fifth level spells. Yeah, it's going to be hitting level nine. Okay, um, do they look like they, like, how are they approaching me, do they look? Like... Uh, with weapons drawn, because they realize that you're not people who belong here. You've got the rope set up, and there's a steam suit and a robe here. <laughs> you've got a steam suit. Yeah. The steam suit's a left. The steam suit's off. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm in my steam suit. Okay, okay. Yeah, but they, they put two and two together. Yeah. Did they really? But they, they put some things together. <laughs> They've done. The, they've run the numbers. I think the steam suit in the robe is most obviously a cultist. <laughs> they've run the numbers, and the math does not add up. All right, so seven and seven make six, right? Excuse me, it's new math. Don't even worry about it. Okay. Walk away. Fifteen seconds later, wait a second. All right. How so far, how far are they? Um, they're probably about 
10 feet from you at this point. It's a very tight space. It's not like you're focused anymore. It's seven okay. seconds now. Step, step, grab, step, step, throw. Okay, seven plus seven plus one. Okay. Uh, and then that's seven. I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to activate my, uh, dodge, my striking. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, dodge, hit. <laughs> forward, forward, yeah, forward, forward, A, B, back, back, B, A. Yeah. Yeah, mark of magic striking. Yeah, they're ready. And then punch. And then hit. Yep. Quarter circle punch. Quarter circle back punch. Look at We are being attacked by bugs now. Yes. Yes, we are. None of them are over here. Yeah, I also haven't gotten any. That's because I keep killing them. They're, they're all right around here. They're just, they like you. And here. They like you too. Oh, hello, little friend. No, that probably didn't hit. Uh, that's only an eight. That will or, miss. Or no, I lost a friend. Nine, nine, what's also, your roll? Also, they have been over five. here. You just haven't oh, noticed okay. them because I've killed a few over Wait, here. Wait, what's your strength? Uh, the 12. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You're not you're not the strongest. Of, oh no, you what's your spirit? You can attack with your spirit. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sixteen. Six, six, yeah, three plus what? You, I, I rolled a five. Plus your Eight. proficiency. I mean, I was supposed to be eleven. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong. Uh, so that's a twelve. 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 Uh, just misses, unfortunately. <laughs> right. These guys. These guys. The more heavily armored ones. They have slightly more armor. They have breastplates. They have breastplates on. The giraffe does not produce. Okay then. Uh, I guess I'll. Uh, I guess I'll second attack. Or no. Yeah. I'll start working ten times. I'm about to get food a little. Yeah. So. What is food? Things that stuff that goes into your access fuel. It's the it's the it's the fuel that we burn for energy. When you eat a sterile fuel, more stuff for your pet. Yes. That's what your stomach rumbling is. That's thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, so that will also be It's the weirdest Terrible. thing. When he starts eating, it's not like a gas tank filling up. I don't know what's going on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, at the end of your turn, the ogre mage is going to spend two of his legendary actions and cast another spell. Because the initial damage of the wall, because the initial damage of the wall of fire was good enough, he's just going to do something else now. Oh, so he's dropping concentration yeah, on that. Drop concentration. Hey, the wall of fire is gone. Unless whatever, whatever he casts doesn't have concentration. That's a good question. We'll find out in a second. There's no more burning ring fire. Well, I mean, there might still be. We'll see. Uh, you can just recast burning ring of fire to get the the second. Yeah, if he wants to. Uh, he's gonna fire some scorching rays. Those are not concentration. Pew, so the wall of fire. Third, fourth, fifth. So that's gonna be six rays. The giraffe does not produce milk, Richard. That's gonna be two at each of you. And his spell attack bonus is not as high as his regular attack bonus. Okay, if oh, it's a natural twenty on you in the first one. If I die, my troll's coming in and he'll kick his ass. And that's a twenty-one on the second one for you. And then for Shiana, that's twenty-four. Troll axe door. And twenty-six. Big mean. So to hit. Big yeah, mean. Yeah. And then uh, he's actually going to try and deflect that first one on you. Merrick is. Okay. Uh, at eight to your AC. 
uh, eight to what it currently is. is yes. Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. So he manages to deflect the first scorching ray, but the second one hits you. Okay. And then the two that are on Merrick. Uh, that's a natural twenty and a miss. Okay. So first natural twenty on you. Ten fire damage. Second one. Seven fire damage. That's on me. No, that's on him. Oh, okay. Then the two on you. Well, there's only one that's on you. Uh, five fire damage no, to you. you yeah, you can. You can uncanny dodge because it's just a, it's an attack roll. I'm gonna take it right now. Yeah, because it does remove your reaction to uncanny dodge. I mean, what else are you gonna use your reaction for? Attack opportunity. This is this this like the end of the round basically. Like you know, well, yeah, because yeah, the, her her turn is gonna be the first one back up. Okay then, I, I will use it. May as well take three less yeah, damage. Yeah, no. And then, and then the two that are on Merrick, one's in a whole 20, 12 to him, and five. Oh, what's this thing? Wait, did you run the name of my troll? Uh, nope. <clears throat> Something the destroyer. No, that was your Naga. Uh, and then... That's good. Josh. Okay, I'm just gonna turn and run back toward the middle of things. Okay. Um, to, um, how far am I away from from that from those two? From where, where these anybody oh, from, is? Uh, you're probably you need to I've, I've, you could get to the you could, you could get to the ogre mage fight if you took a dash. You could just use your movement and probably get back to where those two well, where where brick is at with the with the ropes and the other two cultists. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and head to the head to that fight. Yeah, to that so you act for the dash. I'm sending you a dash, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll just get there for the next round, essentially. All right. Or, cool. Um, what can I? Sh okay, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna run over there at this point. What right, leaf? What you have to? Uh, do we have anybody? Interfering with our little jailbreak situation over here. Uh, there's about three more cultists headed in, aside from the one we just attacked. Uh, two of them look like the more heavily armored ones. All right, and nobody's currently on top of them. No, but the right. the 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 prisoners are only attacking if someone gets in their way. Otherwise, they're running for the exit that has been. Described to them. Yeah, running for the exits, running for the weapon caches, or yeah. Yeah, running for running for weapon caches, running for the running for the cliff. They're only right. they're only attacking in self defense, basically, trying to run. Uh, Zinfon, that was it. Zinfon, yeah. Zinfon, who would probably now that we know a little bit more about Zendalari trolls, uh, probably probably be uh, a servant of one Sunday. Mm -hmm. Either Bonsamdi or Ogun. Probably Bonsamdi. Or um, Akali. Uh, That's probably I'm going to... Is Akali the Loa of King? No. Akali's the Rhino. Which which Loa is that? Or Torkali, I think. No, yeah. Uh, Akali is the Rhino Loa. I think. There's a Rhino Loa that is all about, you know, armor and durability and fight. Yeah, no, he's not about... Uh, Zinfon translates to Lone Destroyer. Yeah. Alright, putting another uh, mass healing word on as, again, as many of the lower down uh, people as I can, 
if any of them still aren't getting up or feeling great after the first healing, everyone world, should be able to. Sh- everyone should be able to move after that. All right, I'll. I'll go ahead and lay down another one on anybody who seems to be moving for weapon caches, <clears throat> trying to prioritize that in general. Okay. Um, make sure they can stay up if they want to fight. And I'm going to go ahead and cast Sanctuary on myself and just casually walk up to the three folks who are currently trying to interfere with things. <laughs> I'm just going to casually walk up to them and start trying to make casual conversation. Non-violent, non-violent protest. <laughs> so I, I see you're trying to interfere with this. I, I'm, I'm just curious what your motives are here. You know, just 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 try to get your opinion on this. Uh, so end of, end of your turn, Ogre Mage is going to use his third and final legendary action for a weapon swing at Merrick. American Garrick. That will hit because Merrick's not wearing any armor. <coughs> yeah, that'll. Oops. Okay. Dangerous in those spell slots. And Merrick falls unconscious. Uh oh. was a like one more hit point than he had left. Uh, Rulerless and Dirts. Oh yes, he is a he is an orc. <laughs> Stays alive at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, and that brings it Our to. Our healer's busy nonviolently talking to That will bring it to Shiana when she gets back, but Jangatal, I get to now. If it sufficiently irritates them. So, what's going on where the snake is with those two? And then the. How well uh, the other two are picking fights with the prisoners that are trying to run. How well is that working for them? Uh, the prisoners are mostly just it's running like as fast as they can, so they're just. They're mostly just swiping at people who are running past and not being able, like, they'll, prob- they'll probably manage to escape. Especially because these guys were a little bit better preserved okay. than the other prisoners. Where I am, how are things going? Um, the prisoners are trying to fight as best they can, but they're all very injured. Uh, and the cultists are laying into them. So, okay, so there's ten here? Yeah, there's ten here. And they get their, did the guy on me stay on? How many, how, how many of them are on me currently, actually? Uh, actually, that's a good question. Um, yeah, because I imagine I would. Yeah, because the one, the one, the one that was on you is going, to, is going to have attacked you. And I imagine some of the other ones might also attempt to attack me. Uh, he's going to try and inflict wounds on you, because he's one of the tougher ones. He actually has some spells. Okay. What's your armor class? Uh, eighteen. That will hit exactly. Starting with my player so uh, 13 points of oh, necrotic so damage. Okay. Just in case. <clears throat> Ow. The pain, the oh, wait, no, there's an extra D10 in there. 23 points of necrotic damage. Which are the green ones that are picking oh, the bullets. Pain, yeah, okay. right, and they stand up straight. And then, actually, while I'm doing that, uh, the ones that are on brick. Uh, one gonna go at you with a club. That's a two on the die. He's gonna miss. But he has a second attack. That's the natural one. He misses <laughs> horribly. Uh, other one's gonna try and inflict wounds. Uh, uh, the wounds uh, are uh, disadvantage. Uh, well, that was a nineteen, and this one's a three, so that's gonna miss. Because inflict wounds hurts. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, and that'll be everybody. Uh, Shiana. 
Yes. Your turn. My turn. Um, there are flames. Yes. Flames. Flames. On the side of your face. <laughs> All around your face, actually. Um, you can still shank him before step Stab a step away. And yeah, yeah. Uh, shank him and then step out. Alright, roll me an attack with advantage because you're flanking. Who knows, maybe you'll break his concentration. That's a 20. Natural 20? Yep. Alright, roll damage. So, d6, double, then add 5. Okay, let's not suck this time, dice. We've had this talk. Yeah. That's better. Okay. As many sixes as ones. Um, and then double that? Yeah. Plus five, 43. Ow. So he's got to make a DC 21, 21 constitution save. 24. Half of 48 is 24. Is that 43 or 48? So 43. Oh. 43. She did say 43. I'm a dirt. Yeah. My brain said 48. Okay, I mean, so we can go with 48. 21 is his target number. Well, that's an 8 on the die, so he fails. Hey, the wall of fire goes away. <clears throat> you shank him so hard. You shank the fire away. That's why they call you Flame Carver. Exactly. The fire goes away, and all he can see is an angry, angry orc. I mean, there are three of us. Well, it doesn't. That's why it doesn't matter which which head. <laughs> he sees an angry, angry. There are orc. three angry, angry orcs. One of whom is at one hit point, and had to use his relentless endurance because he got hit in the face. <clears throat> which one? But he's not Marish. on fire anymore. Yeah. He's not on fire anymore. He's fine. Your definition of fine is a little shaky. I'm gonna put the heat. So, Jang, what are you up to? Um, so if the group over there is okay, this next friend is going to swoop down over here and take out one of these lesser cultists. If he hits, he probably kills them. They have nine hit points. He can't deal less than nine damage. They die. He hits. <laughs> they die. Cool. Um, The regular ones have nine. The tougher ones have thirty-three, which means the one one of you has two hit points left. <laughs> Finish him off. Fifteen hit. Uh, yes. No, actually, no. You just miss. Sorry. AC is sixteen. Press play. Sixteen. You hit. <laughs> Nine damage. He's dead. <laughs> and then I am going to um, run into the biggest conglomeration of cultists there are and just, you know, be ready to accept their appreciation. Their, 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 their feeble attempts to do damage to you. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to be loud and obnoxious. I can roll whatever checks you need me to roll. Roll me intimidation just to see. I'm not good at that. My charisma sucks. Yeah, that's a zero. <laughs> they know that they know that you're there. They definitely know you're there. Um. All right, uh, Garrick, attacking. Uh, that's a fifteen plus seven to hit. Yep. First hit. 
Are you just holding your Divine Smites back for crits? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Because I've got a limited number of them. I'm going to maximize them. Uh, 14 slashing damage on the first hit. Okay. You, you, you only have so much of a chance of critting, though. I know. So what do you do? Roll a 19. Yeah. I'm gonna smile. You're not me. You don't get to crit on those. No, I know. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna smile on this. I'm actually holding it for the second attack to see if I sm- see if I crit. Um, 19. I'm going to. I'm going to hit him with a. Oh, that's Kitty calling. Come off. Hey. Hey. We're still streaming right now. Yep, we'll be, we'll be done soon. Okay. Right, love you, bye. Because he only need to get food, we'll probably end at the bottom of this round. I need to know how much damage a blinding smite does. Two. If you roll poorly. I'm not sure how to with that. Let me look that up. Yep, yep. Uh, blinding, I'm going to... Uh, oh wait, that's a third level, not a second level. Sorry. I don't know why I had that written down. Also, technically, you can only do a Divine Smite after you hit. Because that's the one that you can call. Yeah. You, you would have had to use your bonus action before. So, that's 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 one thing. Because most people most people rule that you can just... You can declare a, a yeah, smite. You, you can declare your bonus action smites yeah. between attacks, but not after you've made the roll to hit. Okay. <clears throat> Whereas the other one, you can, you can pump a... Divine Smite, like well, turn just, a spell cast, a, turn a spell a, level into I'll damage. I'll do a second level Divine Smite. Then. Yeah, that's what they're there for. Is the, the, the Divine Smites are the ones that you can do at any time after you hit. That's fine. Whereas the Concentration Smites, you have to declare ahead of time. So eight plus four is twelve slashing, and then three d eight Divine Smite. Number eight. Uh, so, 12 slashing, and then 16 radiant damage. 28. He's not looking hot. Uh, then that brings it to Merrick, um, who is very injured, but is going to try and finish this fight. So natural 20, good, good, good. Eight plus four is 12 more. That'll hit. And that brings it to the Ogre Mage's turn, uh, who is going to take his two weapon attacks. Uh, first one against Garrick. That's a 27. That hits. That's uh, 11 points of bludgeoning damage. And the other one against Merrick. That's going to hit. And Merrick goes unconscious. Merrick will have his deflecting thing up. Uh, actually, yeah, you can try that because he was trying to stay with Christiana, but he'll have to do it to stay alive. Conscious, you know? Yeah, he's not conscious. Uh, let's see if he saves himself. It's only a one on the die, not enough. Right. I have 16 hit points left. 
Let me hurt goes unconscious. Let me hurt doesn't have 16 hit points left. Oh, let's see how that healing spirit stays up. Healing spirit's left, though. Um, then Brick. Ready? Yep. Okay. Let's, uh, let's try attacking... Uh, did Merrick attack? Yeah, he did. He did a good amount of oh, damage. Yeah. Even even the amount of damage you would even the amount of damage you would have healed with the healing spirit if you put it on him wouldn't no have wouldn't have, wouldn't have saved him no no I was just curious if he had attacked because I, I oh yeah he didn't amount of damage hmm I keep going terribly the first attack is a no I'm gonna put the healing spirit on eleven no, that will miss unfortunately that way he'll just you need to get better dice man that's better uh, that is a uh, is this the reason I've been rolling better, Rudy? Did you take my rolls? I might have. That's an 18 to hit. That'll hit, though. Yeah, 18 will hit. Okay, and this is with your halberd, right? Yep. That's why I've been rolling so much better lately. Huh. Makes sense. Rudy ate your dice curse. <laughs> I think I just borrowed it on occasion. On multiple occasions. Yeah, because he rolls fine when you're at the DM. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, that is six damage. Six damage? Yeah. Are you adding your spirit? Yep. What's the damage roll? Three. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, and then bonus action in Rune Fist. Go ahead. Punch him in the face. El Puncho. El Puncho El Dudo. Oh, it's, we also got a plus one to the damage because it's a magic weapon. Oh, that's right. So it be seven. Nope. That's two. Uh, Josh, you have entered the fight. There is an ogre mage and a couple um, of cultists. I'm going to hit him in the eye with a magic missile. Uh, I'm, roll I'm, damage. I'm there's, no, there's, no, there's no rolling to hit there. Three, six. Did you add your one per plus, What? Extra plus one for each die. Yeah. Uh, so they nine. Nine damage. Nine. Good something. Did something indeed. How's he looking? Very bad. Leaf. You were very close. Yeah. I want him. I don't, I don't think you could have killed him with that, but you definitely brought him close. I wanted to make a spirit saving throw? Sure. It's not a strong saving throw. That's a 10. Cool, that does not make it. So. I... Okay, uh. 13 damage? 13? 13? 13, yeah. How do you want to do this? Yes. What did you just Good do? Enough. So. Save your claim? Or call the dead? So. As I look over and see her brother fall, I just turn around, stare him in the eye, take my staff. Pay for your crimes and drop it into the ground. And as you as you do, you slam your staff into the ground, and this tolling of bells that chimes out, calling from an ancient bell tower that rings from a land where no longer any living dwell, as the chime of the bells of Lordaeron rings in the ears of this ogre mage. His, all three of his eyes just simultaneously roll back 
and one of the and one of the jaws just falls open with this slack jaw, but and the entire body just rocks backwards and falls. I like over. the idea that the the bell itself that's still sitting in the throne room just tolls. Just ding, and there's just it's like a, there's just like an un, there's just like a forsaken there with a mop. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And couple that with 10 hit points <laughs> back to Merrick. Back to Merrick. And then I'm going to turn back around to those three folks that I walked up to. I'm just going to stare them down. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> as we do with the aftermath of that, that's where we're going to end for the evening. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>